We return. <laughs> we return, bro. Yep. Uh, it's the return of the Mac. Mm-hmm. What's up, my nerds? It's your boy, Jester954, here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Jean-Claude Van Damme Mueller. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> now we're living in the future, my nerds. We did it. Everybody uh, can relax. It's okay. We can now step into the new world. We can now step into the new generation in the future. Jester954 has procured a PlayStation 5. You guys don't have to worry anymore. It's okay. And we did it, my nerds. We're living in the future. And many things have happened. It's been two weeks. Your boys have been busy. It's been fucking holiday shit and work stuff and whatever. And we did it. We're doing it. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff to go over, man. Yeah. Some, some you were so excited. There, mostly delays. Dude, you were so excited. You were like, this month is going to be crazy. And then two days later, you're like, they, they push back all the games I'm excited for. <laughs> I, I know, right? Um, so, yeah, man. That's what we're here for. We're here to, here, we're here to talk about video games and do everything that you're expecting of us to do. Uh, yeah, mostly it's fucking delays. A lot of delays. Uh, I'm going to do a little spoiler-free Resident Evil 8. I'm not even going to say review because I'm not going to like review the game, but I'll do a little spoiler-free kind of um, thoughts. I did beat it the other day. Go ahead and head over to twitch.tv slash nerdsthepodcast. Check out our highlights. I updated the little titles. They'll say roll credits when we roll credits on a game. So you can watch me beat Resident Evil 8 and kind of cry a little bit. Uh, I'll talk about Astrobot, Astro's Playroom. I beat that as well. Uh, that was great. And then all the other awesome things about the system and just a bunch of shit, man. Yeah, there's uh, some fucking fuckery mm-hmm. to go over. Yeah, so we'll, and- we can, uh, so this week, uh, the, the main things I'm going to be talking about and we're going to be reviewing will be uh, a baseline review of Resident Evil 8. Um, and I'm going to talk about A Quiet Place 2 and New Mutants, which I also watched. <laughs> Oh damn! I would have watched it if I would have known. I would have watched yeah. it last night. Um, um, it's okay. Um, uh, before you know, if anyone's out there and you got HBO, it's 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 there are worse not as things, bad as we thought it dude, was going to be. There are worse things you can watch with your time. Like the ending's kind of stupid, but I mean, while it was going, I was like, I'm okay with it. You know, um, I'd watch it five times over watching Army of the Dead once, <laughs> oh, which I tried to watch, and I was like, it's too dumb and boring Zack Snyder's done it again he's done it again what's that what he's do you do again make a <laughs> shitty movie yeah he's fucking 12 for 12 <laughs> oh god oh one thing people I who suck Zack Snyder's quick, dick make me like actually angry because there are so many good writer directors there's so many good just directors because generally he wasn't always writing but like there's so many good filmmakers out there and you're standing the fucking shittiest of them all that like of the current mainstream guys he's he's trash he's trash he's made a, a one or two good movies i liked Watchmen when it came out but i've never watched it again so who knows if i like it now you yeah know? And i tried I've... watching it i remember when it came out i was like oh because i watched it in theater it was like wow because the fidelity was it was such a crazy movie to watch and then i remember going out and buying the, the dvd or the blu-ray or whatever and starting it and being like this movie's way too long and just never, yeah. watch, never finishing it. It should have been two movies, but I mean, it did come out in a time where there weren't as many like split movies yet. You know, there wasn't as many like part one, part two. You know. Yeah, um, I liked when they were fucking in the ship, and he comes, and the ship shoots fire. Oh God! <laughs> the ship ejaculates at the same time he does. I was in the theater, <laughs> and I went, "Oh my lord!" 
Kelsey that's just, what happens when I come. It's just it burns. It's Kelsey fire. was listening to Return of the Mac. That's why I stuck. But I just realized I love the background vocals in that song. Like the background, like just the mm-hmm. oh my lord. That song jams, bro. That song comes, dude. <laughs> that song comes. She <sighs> she asked, "Is that the same song that goes?" You lie to me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah. I know that you go that I love you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I try. Yes, I try, try, try. <laughs> yes, I try. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't want to say something up front to get it out of the way. If you guys remember a couple episodes ago, I was like, oh, man, my job tried to call me in. And I was like, man, fuck you. You go in. I'm not fucking coming in today. <laughs> <laughs> my happy ass tells too many people that I podcast and my boss heard that shit. <laughs> it's OK. They're like, it's fine. But and he, well, here's the bad part is I get to work and I, I'm fine. Like. Over a week and a half goes by, and eventually, I guess she can't hold it, or like she's trying to like we're like bickering or something. And she goes, "Oh, and I heard you." And I was like, "What do you mean?" She goes, "You were talking <laughs> mad shit." And I forgot because that was like post three hours in, so I don't yeah. really remember too much. And uh, I was like, "There's no way I said anything." And she was like, the "Funny part was." She was like, "Yeah, you said like, bitch, you come do it. You make more than I do, or something like that," which I think I did say. Uh, and she goes, and then you said something about make me a sandwich. And I was thinking, I wouldn't say that because that's stupid. So I go back. I'm listening. This fucking, <laughs> this fucking chick, bro. So she's like, yeah, you said something about like you do it. You come in. You work. You make more than I do. And go make me a sandwich. And I'm, like, I'm listening to the thing. And what I said was, is I said, shit, if you want me to come in, then give a follow on the on the on the Twitch and give me a Prime sub. This bitch thought the prime sub meant that I want her to get me a Subway sandwich, like a submarine sandwich. And I was like, no, dude, a prime sub is a subscription. <laughs> but it was funny. For like a week and a half, my my uh, my boss was seething around me. And like like two of them knew it. So like, And they thought that I was like upset. Like they thought that like I was really like, fuck them. I don't give a fuck. Make me a sandwich, bitch. And it was like, <laughs> no. I do a fucking video game podcast where I talk shit with my friend like – I'm goofing off and like, I don't know, but it's fine. When you came into work that day, you know, you were making tarts and you were doing all your job and all of a sudden she popped up like, surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, dog. (laughs) I felt bad though, but it's all good. Um, You said, so yeah, so so, I mean, I'm not sorry. I got to make content somehow, Um, but I'm sure we cleared it up. Yeah. Now you can go away and stop listening because the rest is going to be video game <laughs> shit. I, I know that now, like, sometimes, like, I'm assuming they're, like, skimming to see if, like, because, like, that's one thing I have to stop doing is not, now for real, I got to stop talking shit. Because another coworker who's cool, shout out to Jay, buddy. I don't want to say his name. Um, he started listening and he said he like he likes the, he's a podcast guy like we are. He's like, dude, I just like, you know, the banter, like. Mm-hmm. As long as two people who know each other are bantering and like helps you get through the day, like that's how I get through my work days is listening to nerds talk about fucking. I listened to like a two hour podcast the other day where some nerds were just talking about the Turbo Graphic 16. Fucking Turbo Graphic 16 sucks, but I can still listen to it. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I gotta stop talking shit um, about my job on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it for that. Fucking bring me well, a time sub. Bring me a prime sub, bitch. Go make me a prime sub. Go make me a prime sub. Hey. Mr. Plankett wants pizza rolls. 
Oh, boy. Post a comment on this web zone and get a pizza roll. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Eight is <laughs> the biggest disappointment since my first son. <laughs> my favorite line in, in the, the like series is he always cuts to, the what's Red wrong with media, your face? <laughs> yeah, Red Letter Media shit. Which is good. If you guys like movies, check out Red Letter Media, a.k.a. Ha- um, Half in the Bag. What What's the name of their... Oh, yeah, Red, Red Letter Media. Red Letter Media, and they do 90-minute Star Wars reviews. And then uh, later, they just call them, I think, Plinkett's Star Wars reviews. Yeah, and they, um, the reviews are great. We've, we've talked about them. The reviews are great. They're just as long as the movies. They obje- This is what I really loved about the, the, the Plinkett uh, Red Letter Media Star Wars deep dive reviews is they, without a shadow of the doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, confirm and prove and show to like uh george lucas purists they showed them how they're bad movies like you know the friend that i talk about that's like a purist not, yeah, not yeah, brian yeah. but the other one mm-hmm. uh i i uh, one time was like just just watch it it's gonna sh- it's gonna prove to you it's gonna show you like on a film critics level it's going to dismantle these movies and even if you like them that's fine it's gonna show you that they're objectively bad films within five minutes he was like I'm not watching this. It's not fun. It's just, it's just <laughs> negative. This isn't fun. It's just negative, dude. Every time. Dude, even when he tried to listen to you and Brian hash it out on the Star Wars mm-hmm. battle episode, he was like, your podcast just isn't fun, you know? Like, oh I mean, God. you guys are just like, it's just kind of like negativity. And it's like, shut up, dude. Just again, also, <laughs> surprise, surprise, motherfucker. He's one of these guys that... uh holds his hand over his heart as he says, I stand with Zack Snyder, visionary. <laughs> like, he's one of these dudes who, like, his voice lowers and gets deep. Yeah, he's yeah. like, Zack Snyder's just always made the most incredible visionary films. <laughs> and I've always been here by his side. And I'm just like, dude, shut up. <laughs> like, God. Get out of here. He's the one that messages me, justice is gray. <laughs> just and like a screenshot of like him watching justice league in, in black and white and he's like it's uh... even it's even more incredible and deeper this way the nuance of the color saturation the and the nuance. grays is just taking it to a whole nother level how does anyone <laughs> deny his excellence <laughs> i just loved that once he said i stand with Zack snyder I'm like, you stand where, dude? <laughs> yeah, bro, your lazy ass don't stand for shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of bad. I'm a little worried. He's been MIA, dude. That friend has been missing for. I have not. Hey, I did heard... a homie check in today. Uh, friend yeah, of mine I that tried I to call him. His phone's off. I've not. Been... I've not heard from him for months. I'm hoping he's all right. A friend of mine that you know, we're just like meme buds. You know, we send a lot of memes to each other, whatever. I've been sending memes and they ain't been responding. So, uh, it's been like two weeks. So I was like, mm, just send a text. <laughs> Yeah. Like, homie check in <laughs> yeah check in on your friends guys definitely but I don't know I gotta figure out what the fuck happened to him hope he's not in jail and you know what happened he saw Army of the Dead and he just <laughs> he can't believe it it's too good I've watched it 28 <laughs> times I stand oh god I, I stand with Zack Snyder I just don't for what it. like I, nothing's <laughs> happening to him I was there with him when 300 came out. No, you weren't, dude. Yeah, I've always we supported all, him. Hey, hey, real quick, we all saw 300. <laughs> like everybody saw it. When it get, why do you think he makes movies? Like everyone saw 300. Yeah, I think that really was. And 
And guess what? Nobody was shitting on it. Like he, he is yeah. like people say it like, I was with him back then. Like okay, and nothing bad happened to him. Yeah, even when they were promoting that, like three hundreds being made into a, you know, this Frank Miller comics being made into a a, a movie. It was never like this indie darling is going to explode. It was always like Buku blockbuster movies coming out with millions of dollars behind it. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure, right? That movie definitely had to have a pretty huge budget. Even though it was all shot on fucking green screen. Oh, yeah. And, uh, hey, green screen costs a lot of money. Yeah. Speaking Uh, of movies, I did watch, for some reason, I couldn't sleep the other day, so I watched Insomnia with uh, Al Pacino and... And, uh, yeah, I was just sifting Isn't, through one of the streaming services, and I was like, It's Robin Williams, Al Pacino, but who's the female lead in that? I don't even remember a female lead. There's there's a female detective in it. Um, oh. I don't know. Hold on. You it go. was you Al Pacino go. and uh, Robin Williams, which I didn't know this. Uh, it's a Christopher Nolan film. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I did uh, not it was, know that. His second big one after, um, you know, Memento. Hilary Swank, that's who it was. Ah, Hilary Swank. And then Maura Tierney's in it, too, who I love. Um, yeah, yeah, nice. that, that's Nolan's second major movie after uh, Memento. Nice. You know, Memento yeah, was kind huge. Of, um, funny thing is I was talking to another person the next day at work, and they brought up One Hour Photo. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I got I watched, a like, a little uh, retrospective video on, like, that dude, Robin Williams today. was a good ass serious actor. Fuck yeah, dude! Remember Toys? That weird ass movie yeah, that bro. came out when everybody thought it was a movie for kids. Yeah, it was not a movie for fucking kids. Same thing with what was it, Death to Smoochie or some shit? Oh yeah, Death to Smoochie. Yeah, dude. R.I.P. Dude, that, Robin Williams was uh just cr- crazy. Oh, he's amazing. Great, great, great guy. I remember when he died. Uh, we recorded nerd porn that night, and I made a joke about it. I remember Tony was super mad about it. <laughs> Uh, I get the fuck over it. He would like it. He's a comedian, and he was like a a a rock comedian. He wasn't like, you know. I mean, Robin Williams is remembered for being an actor in a lot of like cherished films for families, right? Like kids' movies and whatever. But yeah, his comedy was not like PG. His comedy was not G rated. No, dude. Like when he did Birdcage, that was a cool off the wall kind of like uh, side saddle movie, like a movie that was like not mainstream, but he like turned that shit mainstream. It's crazy. Yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead and just let's get it's to it. My been two weeks. It's been three weeks. It was twenty three days weeks. ago. Jesus. Last week was I was sick. Sorry, guys. I I felt like shit. Uh, my fucking niece got me sick. Uh, yeah. which sucked. But also, it was a holiday, Memorial Day, so my schedule was fucked. Our schedules didn't have not been lining up very well lately. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but you know, we both. Did played and watched a lot of shit. Well, I guess did is probably not the right word, but I did one like major thing. I had a barbecue on uh, Memorial Day. I grilled at my buddy Ian's house. A oh, bunch cool. of people were there. Kids were swimming. Everybody was having fun. So it was good. I, my buddy Brendan was in town, and I hadn't gotten to see him because I was sick. You know, I wasn't going to go over there sick. I knew I was contagious because my niece gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was <laughs> so I went over to my sister's house three weekends ago, and uh, no two weekends ago sorry because it was last week that i was sick but um i went over and you know because she was going on the boat and my youngest niece didn't want to go and so my second youngest niece who's 14 was like i'll just be you know i'll hang out with her and my nephew was there he was going to work so you know there was adults in the house like well he's 18 turning 19 so there was an adult in the house and then i got there 
So anyways, I was watching uh, them, and so she was sitting next to me. We were just watching um, one of her TV shows and kind of like just playing, you know, games or whatever. And she fucking sneezed and is like, Elisa got me sick. I was like, I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, what the fuck did you just, no, say it again. And with that shit, <laughs> say that shit again. <laughs> but then I was like, well, I guess I'm going to get sick for sure. So then I did get sick. Um, but it was mostly, I just got like a sinus, uh, you know, a sinus drain and uh, sneezing, a lot of sneezing. So whatever it was, it was some weird little sinus thing. A chew. A chew. Um, but so I did watch, um, so I pre-ordered Biomutant <laughs> and then I watched a bunch of reviews and I was like, I'm not buying that for $60. So I canceled it. Um, move. Yeah. Cause, uh. Everything I watched, it looked so bland because they hadn't put out a lot of gameplay shit. What they did looked like, okay, like a little action RPG, you know, like light, like Souls Light, you know, like with dodge requirements and, you know, things like that. Everything yeah. I saw was like, it's a super empty open world. Like you don't see any monsters or anything to fight in between 20 mile drives, you know, like you're just driving in an empty fucking space. The combat's floaty. There's no lock on. How do you have a third-person action RPG with melee combat that doesn't have lock-on? And what little, like, mini lock-on it has, it's like a, the screen locks as you, like, move it around. It's not like you engage it, you know? It's all fucked yeah. up, so. Um, and, I mean, And it's... it doesn't have, like, dialogue. Everyone speaks like... And then, the, then there's, like, a British guy who's like, he said... You want to go to the mall or whatever, you know, and you're like, <laughs> okay. So anyways. Uh, no lock on can work. It's just weird. It depends on the game because most likely there's going to be some kind of soft lock that's going to kind of, it's stupid, but I'm trying to think what game, what game recently had no lock on and I was really bummed out about it. I was like annoyed by it, but it can work depending on the game. I don't know. It I haven't had my hands work, on it. But if you're going to have more than one opponent at a time, lock-on's, like, uh, important. Yeah. D don't you fight mobs, like, four or five people at once in that game? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. It looks cool. I mean, I don't care for, like, the furry aesthetic. Not making fun of furry stuff, but I don't really care for, like, the little thing. And sure, the textures look cool. I don't know. It doesn't look bad. It just doesn't look no, no. like something. It doesn't gonna... look horrible. It looks okay, right? Like, it just looks like baseline, like, okay. Yeah. And I'm not paying full price for an okay game. No. That's why you got to go smart way if you have an Xbox like Wasteland you get that Game Pass. Mm -hmm. That Game Pass is wild, man. Like, if if I'm telling you, that Game Pass shit is, is destructive, dude, to PlayStation. I think it kind of devalues the worth of games, though. Because I think that paying for a game is important. And this whole thing where they're just giving you games day one, I think it devalues the amount of time you're going to put into a game and you're more likely to start a game like that and then put it down. But if you invest the money in it, you're going to invest your time in. And I hear that with Biomutant takes about eight hours to really like cut through and get to the meat, the, 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 the fun parts. My buddy grabbed it on green man gaming when it was like, I think it was like 40 bucks. And he was like, <laughs> I would not even say that's worth 40 bucks. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Because he's like, it's super boring. And he's like, I thought you were going to be able to fly in this and like kind of like use your glider to get around and do cool shit. He's like, it glides for like four feet. <laughs> and there's nothing to actually go to. 
That's weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe it upgrades, or maybe depending on how far, like if you jump from, from something higher, maybe. Oh, no, he's put a bunch of hours into it, and he said it sucks. Okay. So, that I sucks. mean, you know, whatever. And that's just one person's thoughts, whatever. So, um, mm-hmm. so I pre-ordered it, did not buy it. Um, I did watch New Mutants. Um, and quick review, I'd probably give it a like a six out of ten it was fine it was like one of those movies you're like okay i'll toss it on and you know it's fun enough but doesn't really go anywhere um it does set up a lot of stuff like because it's another one that kind of points to um that company that they've pointed to before uh i forget which movie it was in but it's like the company mobius works for or one of no what's the the what's the weird bat looking white dude with black hair uh that's like a spider-man villain and a, Morbius. No, not 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 Morbius. The other one, he has like a flat top, not Tombstone, but oh, the one that Tombstone. looks like Tombstone. You know the other one? He has like, he has like the weird string capes. <laughs> oh, uh, hold ringing, on. That's ringing a bell. That's ringing a bell. I'll find it. Hold on. This is how you know we're not real nerds. <laughs> no, dude, because it's either more. I mean, you said the the white skinned vampire looking mm-hmm. guy. There's Morbius, and then Tombstone. Yeah. Um. Hold on. White stringy cape thing. It doesn't. Uh, Essex Corporation. There you go. It's Mr. Sinister. Uh, it was in. Oh, Mr. Sinister's the shit. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. they hinted at it in one of the X Men movies. Is the one where they show the like where they're treating mutants and they're like turn like testing on mutant kids. Yeah, Genosha. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It might have been in. Um, it was in the first or the se- the second. It might have been Days of Future Past or one of the other ones, um, where they they had to rescue Cyclops out of there. It was one of those movies, right? Young Cyclops. Yeah, yeah. I believe my, uh, Mr. Sinister. No, I was gonna say he's a clone of he's a, he's Cable, but that's Strife. Yeah. That's that cool side of X Men that is kind of tied into the X Force and stuff and. Uh, I lo- I always really lo- like Mr. Sinister was like was one of my favorites. He looks so cool. A very cool guy. He looks kind of like yeah. He does look kind of like a vampire. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Um, so they kind of hinted. I knew once they said Essex, it was like a hint at him. Um, that's like the corporation that runs the place they're at, you know. And they they mention like the X Men, or they hint at the X Men because they think they're at a school that helps them, or like a place that helps them get control of their powers to then go on to Xavier's school for mutants, or for yeah, uh, special children, whatever they call it. Um, oh, a, a gifted like yes. uh, Xavier's school for gifted teenagers. Yeah, or some something shit. like that. Um, it's yeah, it like they hyped it as this like first horror entry for Marvel. It's not a horror movie at all. There's like a couple of scenes that are like kind of creepy, and that you could tell they were trying, but they didn't lean into it, you know. Um, so then I also tried to watch Army of the Dead. I got about half <laughs> halfway through, and I was like, <laughs> I don't care. It's oh, the you just, dumbest. You quit on it. Dude, well, I was. I had it on in the background as I was working, and when I clocked out, I was like, "I'm not finishing this." <laughs> um, it's it's so dumb. It doesn't make sense. So they, it's like this Japanese dude comes to uh, Drax the Destroyer while he's working as like a pancake flipper at a diner somewhere. Uh. And is like, hey, there's $200 million in the casino that I used to own in like the basement. And I've already been paid it out by my insurance company. So 
I want to go get it now. So I have double that and I'll give you $50 million. And so he's like, totally. And then he's like, get a team together. And then they, they're like, we need a safe cracker. But like, why do you need a safe cracker? The guy who owns the safe is hiring you to open it. Wouldn't he just give you the codes to go open his safe? <laughs> um, it can't be that easy of a plot hole. It is. He literally it, says, it's my safe. I have the money in there and I got paid it out by my insurance company. So did the insurance company ever change the lock? No. No, no, because what happens is the zombie outbreak happens in Vegas in this movie. And then they basically wall the city in so that the zombies are all stuck inside there. And then whatever. But now there's like smart zombies. That's the thing. Because remember when Dawn of the Dead came out, people were like, holy shit, Zack Snyder changed the world. He made fast zombies, which was interesting, right? And it worked well for that movie. He was like, got to do it again. Got to do it to him. And he's like, this time they'll be smart zombies. And wait a minute, robot zombies. Yeah, and don't they also have like, they fuck and there's a pregnant zombie? Yeah, pregnant zombie, which he tried to do in <laughs> Dawn of the Dead. Remember he did a woman yeah, pregnant with a zombie birth baby. to a baby. zombie baby. Which was cool in that movie, but it's like, bro, get, get some new shit. And then he did the thing. Every movie, he goes, I'm just going to stick to one thing. In Justice League Snyder Cut, it was slow-mo. In 300, it was sepia tone and slow-mo. You know, like, everything was that weird sepia tone, which is fine. And then slow-mo. Fucking, you know, Man of Steel, it was just ultraviolence. It was just garbage ultraviolence. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he just does, like, he's lately just been stuck on, like, one visual thing. And in this, it's shallow depth of field. Literally every shot has... Like, high contrast? No, no, no. Like, like super focused on one thing and everything else is blurry. You know okay. what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so really, really, really. So that's nice looking, especially, you know, with Hollywood lenses. And he says he found like these crazy movie making lenses like somewhere. And he was, this was his first time using uh, digital cameras and he adapted them to work with the digital cameras and all this, whatever fucking stupid shit. But every, almost every shot in the movie is super shallow depth of field. Like, you see Drax's face, and then everything else is just, like, looking through frosted glass. Dave Batista's face? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's Drax. Uh, and people <laughs> were like, he's a good actor. He's okay, but, like, he's better as Drax. Like, just let him be dumb Drax guy. Yeah. But uh, it's bad. Don't watch it. Don't don't make him think that he's good at making movies. I don't know, dude, because... I don't know. He's just, dude, he's... I mean, Wait, is, are you telling me like, that you stand with Zack Snyder right now? <laughs> isn't he, like, in a weird place? Because he is a major blockbuster movie director, major, major guy, but uh, what's his hang-up? Okay, the daughter killed herself. That sucks. Mm-hmm. There is no hang-up. That's it? That's his only gimmick? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. And, you know, the, people are like, they gave it to... Joss Whedon and Joss Whedon made the movie bad. It's like he did. He came in. No, no, no. (laughs) He came in with seventy percent of the movie shot, and they told him fix it and make it more Marvel. No, I know. Yeah, because the dude. I watched the breakdown. I watched the video where somebody just pulled all the all the all the Whedon jokes and showed that they were really bad. Like, yeah, all those Whedon jokes were really bad. Like the end of the movie. Imagine no, 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 but imagine. 
someone telling you to write jokes for Justice League. Of course, you're going to take the paycheck, right? But, like, imagine trying to write jokes for that terrible, dour movie and world. Yeah, because it's already good word. Like, that's not to say that Justice League is a good movie or whatever. Like, or, you know, like, Joss Whedon did a good job with it. I just know that he didn't. He wasn't like, ooh, hey, guys, can I write some shit for this movie? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Like, it just annoys me that. Like they're like the movie would have been great if it was just weed and it's like no it not weed <laughs> no, if it was just Snyder we saw it it's four hours fucking long with two and a half hours of slow mo where if you just sped it up <laughs> and just put it in regular speed the movie could be like two and a half three two and a half hours. hours that's what annoys oh, me man. it's like not every scene needs slow mo slow mo exists to heighten action right to give clarity during like crazy action scenes or to draw attention to something within an action scene that you want people to fucking yeah you know focus on or to or, magnify like an emotional yeah moment. or to heighten an emotional moment it's like every scene doesn't need it yeah it's just a random he just hits a randomizer yeah. it's randomly slow-mo shit yeah it's fucking it drives me insane I just don't understand the love. If if everyone was just like, I mean, he makes Where okay movies. Like to me, if it was like, if everyone was just like, Snyder movies are fun for popcorn stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, didn't he make Sucker Punch? Yeah. Fuck Which yeah, is dude. terrible. I like that movie. Movie sucks balls, but it's fun <laughs> to watch, right? It has fun yeah, scenes to watch. It's good. It's exactly. And, Sucker Punch and is he, fucking terrible, bro, but I like it as a popcorn movie. I hated Man of Steel. There's some scenes in it that are like, I'd put them on in the background and watch people punch each other right or like yeah batman v superman i like the one batman scene the one warehouse fight i like that fight i thought that was mm-hmm. cool then there, then he's like what if i kill everyone <laughs> and you're like but, but batman the thing and then he's like but what if he did it though <laughs> <laughs> but like his one rule but yeah my like favorite, what if the rule wasn't there <laughs> my favorite part <laughs> all right so in this scene these thugs come out of an elevator Batman pulls the grenade on one of their belts and then pushes him back in the elevator and the guys are all in the elevator and the grenade goes off. So Batman <laughs> just grenades five yeah. dudes in an elevator, just turning them like the concussive force of just turning them all into jelly. And then the famous one we always have to talk about, poor Carl, who's security <laughs> working security in the portable guard. outside. <laughs> Not even a criminal. Like they're all like, he's a security guard. He's given up and now he... Uh... Now he fucking, you know, he's just like killing people. And it's like, oh, I mean, I mean okay. Oh, God. And then, then, but like, what about the security guard over there who you watch go into that thing and then he fucking blows through it in the Batmobile? Yeah, I think he like, I think he like hits a car and the car flies into the portable, then it explodes. It's, I don't know, man. And I mean, it was just dumb. Everything is, why is there so many machine guns? Dude, I love when people Why? say, if you watch the Snyder, the director's cut of Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice, it's actually very good. It's like, it's 100% not good. Oh, God. It gets 0% better. It's just longer. And I'm sure it, like, clarifies a couple of crazy, shitty plot holes. But, like, I mean, if you if you just made a different movie, if you just gave someone else a <laughs> chance to make Batman and Superman fighting, we'd probably... I do better, you know. Yeah, or like I don't know, go to like Image Comics and make like Wildcats or something or Wetworks. Like, don't use these iconic characters that are 
if you don't care about their heroes. lore, then don't make it, right? Like he literally made Superman kill and then and and needlessly. Like the the setup for why Superman had to kill Zod and Man of Steel is the one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Like just cover his eyeballs with your hands. <laughs> yeah. Also it's like I have to save these five people. After you have been, he's been freaking omni manning Zod through buildings. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Stupid. I have to save this one woman and her kid <laughs> after I just killed everyone. I just nine eleven forty buildings. <laughs> <laughs> like what, dude? Nine eleven way more than that. Bro. Yeah, like, dude. Ugh. And and I under like people are like, well, it was his first time as a hero. Bitch, fly to the moon. <laughs> Dude, Superman oh. in the comics fights people on the moon like a bunch of times. Yeah, dude. Just get out of here. Oh, God. Just go fly so in stupid. space. Punch him into the sun, dude. <laughs> oh, God. It was so bad. Anyway, I stand, Snyder. I stand with him. Yeah. <laughs> I stand with Snyder. Okay. <laughs> Hand over heart. I have to say something. I stand with Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if like you had a wedding and they're like, was anybody like to say anything before they take their vows? Oh, and he stands up and everyone's like, oh no, was she having an affair on, on, her, on her fiance with this guy? And he's like, everyone, I stand <laughs> with Zack Snyder. Everyone. Sir, sir this, is a, this is a Wendy's, sir. <laughs> please, please listen. This is very important. Sarah, I have to tell you something. John told me you didn't watch the Snyder Cut. John, do you really want to watch a woman who doesn't stand with Zack Snyder? Are you really going to marry this woman who's never stood with Zack Snyder before? I ask you this. Would you truly lay with a woman who doesn't stand with Zack Snyder? <laughs> You would give your seed? <laughs> John, give you, me you your would seed. Waste your seed on this woman who doesn't stand with Zack Snyder. Because oh, you know anyone who quote unquote stands with Zack Snyder is an insufferable <laughs> incel. Like, my dog ain't getting zero pussy, bro. Because oh, you know what gets a pussy drier than the fucking Sahara? <laughs> Someone who stands with a film director <laughs> who has no one not standing with them. Like, yeah, I guess you could say I don't stand with him. I have nothing against <laughs> Zack Snyder as a human being. I was sad when his, you know, when when the information came out about his daughter, right? Like yeah, that's, that's sad. terrible. That really is. I it feel is really terrible. Bad about that. And you know what? There's been like I liked Dawn of the Dead. I liked 300. I liked Watchmen. The guys made some movies I actually enjoy and and even the ones I don't love I can put on certain parts of them and I'm like, cool. Like, you know, even his Snyder cut had some scenes that I was like, all right, cool. I like that. You know, like the, the ending flash scene I thought was cool and things like that. But like on the whole, don't give this guy money to make movies. Yeah. And the thing is army of the dead, he wrote, directed and was the cinematographer. Damn. So that's all him. Yeah. It's all Garbo. It's Garbo. I feel it's, it sucks. Like, yeah, I get it. The whole bullshit, but like, uh, I would have watched it if they kept my boy Delia in there, but they well, had to people rip are all out, saying that Tig Nataro is the best part of it, and I could not. So Red Letter Media did a really good half in the bag on um, on Army of the Dead, and they show that it's literally a ripoff of Alien. By the way, like almost oh. beat for beat, there's like uh, there's moments that are beat for beat pulled directly from Alien. 
That's pretty. Yeah, and that's weird because Alien is like one monster on a ship, and this is mad zombies in a desert. And they were saying that Tig Nataro was their favorite part, but for the same reason that I was enjoying her is that you can clearly tell every one of her shots is an insert because clearly she, you know she wasn't there when they shot, and yeah. so they're just like very obvious green screen inserts of like her saying random shit right and like she seems so disconnected and like she doesn't care <laughs> that's probably why maybe because it's like not as taken as yeah. serious and i mean she does an okay <clears throat> job but her character just has a cigarette in her mouth or like a cigar a cigarillo whatever those ones that have like the plastic uh um you know oh, it's a black and mouth yeah she has one of those in her mouth that's her character <laughs> lesbian woman with cigarillo in her mouth or black and mild in her mouth like hmm. she's she's she actually sounds kind of like Johnny Depp from uh, what's that movie where he plays the drug guy? Uh, Fear and Loathing. Okay. You know, she's always got it clenched in her teeth. Um, and, and I don't. Some some people are bringing. I mean, not, I don't, don't want to get. I'm not going to get into the Delia shit, but people are like, release the Delia cut. Oh God! And it's like, <laughs> like I'm not going to lie. I wish because I'm pretty sure my boy probably did a bang up job and was very funny. Well, but, you know they didn't shoot everything of his. That's why, like, they had like f- like seventy percent of it done, um, mm-hmm. and then you know then that all happened, and you know his. I fucking... thought they, I thought they were done. I thought if they they wrapped with them because I remember maybe him saying on his podcast, he's like, "Your boy's done, baby. We're fucking." Oh, maybe woo. they did. Maybe they were seventy yeah. percent of the way through the film. You know, like they had already yeah, shot all or his maybe stuff. Maybe they did. They were almost done with like the you know post. Uh, post-production shit or i don't know there's some interesting stuff i saw of like fan theories around the movie which are cool like and and it does seem like there that snyder intentionally added uh like hints towards things <clears throat> like there's a hint uh there's a um, a theory that this is a time loop as well as a zombie movie because when they get to the um the vault or whatever there's uh set of corpses nearby from the last team that tried to get in there and like you realize this guy sent a couple teams and one of the corpses has a necklace on that matches the necklace the one dude's daughter's wearing and then you know there's also alien theories because you see two ufos in the beginning like two flashing lights that zip off in opposite directions so there's like cool stuff like that and it does seem like he does kind of hint at it and they're making more movies, obviously. And now it's going to be... There's an animated series that's a prequel. And then there's going to be a sequel. And it's like, ugh. Oh, ugh. Boy. And then just, like, having to be like, and this one has smart zombies. Then they're not zombies, motherfucker. That's a vampire or something. Like, an intelligent, <laughs> yeah. undead creature. That's is an not, undead, yeah. That's a ghoul or, like, a, a lich. You know what I mean? That's not a mm-hmm. zombie. And then there's robot zombies. Like, but Why? There's like zombies with glowing blue <laughs> eyes. That's not a zombie. It's a lich. But it's, it's also cool. like the robot. That's not a zombie. That's an no, animated, right, yeah. a robotically animated corpse. If it's a robot, like, I don't know. It's just so much. The the tiger zombie is pretty cool. Like the you know anytime you see animal zombies, that's pretty cool, right? Like where there's like zombified mastodons in fucking Game of Thrones, dope, right? Or yeah, yeah. you know a lion that's like its whole yeah, like the tiger in, in, the, in the shot that they showed. Yeah. But I don't know. And the writing is just so bad. Like, the characters are just so, like, see-through. It isn't the worst movie. Like, honestly, 
I say don't watch it just because I don't want them to be like, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead is Netflix's number one movie for the week. <laughs> it's like, yeah, motherfucker, what else came out? That's true, yeah. I hate when they out. do that with bad movies. <laughs> like, because it'll be like, you know, some movie with fucking Selena Gomez going to Spain to find herself or whatever, some dumb movie. Like, they always have those on Netflix, right? And that's like, mm-hmm. Netflix's number one movie. And it's like, is it good? <laughs> or did, like, is it the only movie that came out? out? Like... <laughs> Like the last one was that <laughs> Hendersons versus the robots, which I thought the same thing. And then I listened to a bunch of reviews of people being like, it's fucking funny. Like it's an animated movie. And I saw part of it when I was at this um, coffee shop. You know, I was just, or it was like a donut place that has coffee and I was getting coffee and I was waiting and it was on in the background and it has Maya Rudolph in it. And that's cool. Like I like her. There's like a lot of good voice cast behind it and it looked good. And so I think the same thing. It's not I, I make the you know Selena Gomez movie up because it's just another thing I've seen where like there's been like 14 movies about a girl going to another you know to like visit Europe and falling in love and it's like yeah is it good or are people just fucking bored because we're in a goddamn pandemic and they're just watching everything? Pretty much, it's probably what it is. Wait, hold on. There's someone tapping at the f- the window. Wait, you you stand with who? <laughs> is that a gun? <laughs> 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 oh man I, I meant to look up this thing and send it to you um, it has nothing to do with this uh, I don't know if you've seen this it's a it's from Batman Superman uh, animated movie uh, uh, public enemies or whatever dude I gotta look this up I don't know if this is I mean it's real I, I saw it it's a somebody's did a side by side at the end of that animated movie which came out in 2009 and the end of Avengers. Oh, and it's exactly the same. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw that on Reddit actually earlier today. I saw like yeah, it that's was where up. I saw it, dude. Marvel literally shot for shot copied like that whole thing. Yeah, I always see those and I wonder things like, 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 look. I said this, you know, that Red Letter Media shows that there's parts of you know Army of the Dead that are ripped directly from Alien, and then you wonder is are those just so tropey? That you know, there's gonna be that that's gonna uh, jive, right? Like that you're gonna see a side by side where just tropey things that fit into all these stories make sense, right? And some of that is probably true because it's not the whole story of aliens in this movie. There's one character that has interactions that are pretty much shot for shot, but yeah. they are pretty tropey things that happen in these kind of movies, right? Yeah. But the event, end Fuck of Avengers, you know, and Batman and Superman. But number one enemies or public enemies or whatever, like yeah, there probably there probably is some of that that they saw it, you know, and the Russo brother or no, it was Whedon. Um, well, yeah, because it's like it's like the same shot of like Tony and Bruce both in a spaceship because they have to go into space in their ship and they're human, and they did the mission, but like now they're gonna die because they're imperfect or they're you know they're human, and he's dying in the ship, and then Superman shows up and saves him the same way Captain Marvel shows up and saves him. Both grab the ship, fly it into the city, but not. It's not only that. It's like, it's the shots in between. Oh like, no! I know. Yeah, I saw it. It's the scene of Batman stuck in space and Superman finding his ship and carrying him in. Is the same as in Endgame when yes. the Iron Man, you know, Tony Stark's like about to die in that ship. What I love is like he's about to run out of oxygen. How did Captain Marvel fly him to Earth fast enough with for his oxygen? Like he was still probably billions of miles away. 
That's true. And if you, you it's not like she could use her super speed to move him because he's human. She, he'd yeah. turn into jelly. And also, like, even then, she probably would take years to get anywhere. And even then, that's not going to blow air into the fucking <laughs> <laughs> ship. She's going to get him there and it's just going to be a corpse. Yeah, we're just ruining superhero movies now. Yeah, of course. Um, so, Army of the Dead sucks, whatever. Uh, I saw A Quiet Place 2, which I'll talk about a little bit. Uh, I'll do it later. I'll just review it. You know, I'll go a little deeper into it. But um, I started playing. So, last week, uh, this game, Solasta, Crown of the Magister, came out. And I, I've been streaming it this week. Uh, it's a D&D game. So, it's th- this company got the rights to use the Dungeons & Dragons 5e rule set, but not the world. So, it's... In, in original story using the engine right so like or using the the rule set of D 5e but it is such a faithful D experience it's really good it's it's really good the story kind of sucks balls uh i'm excited to see when people actually um when people actually make their own content for it you know um <clears throat> like actual writer you know people write like good uh campaigns but I just have fun doing the combat, even though I got mad on stream last time. But I get mad in Dungeons and Dragons when I fail like forty rolls in a row. You know, like it just feels yeah, like shit when you're like every attack I just fail every time. <laughs> so that's what—that's just RNG. Yeah, because you're rolling just a dice. They literally over. show you the dice. Oh, okay. You know, it, everything in D and D is tied to a dice roll, um, and so I've just had bad rolls. And the thing is, what was frustrating me is my fucking caster. Um, my caster missed every spell and you only have like I have four spell slots so I can cast spells four times <laughs> and then then you can cast cantrips they have cantrips which are like at will spells they don't take a spell slot so it's like a little fireball or whatever you know Um, but your big spells like your big hitters like I've been trying to use sleep and I've been trying to use CC spells like grease so that you can grease the ground so if someone tries to walk up to you to do a melee attack, they'll trip and they'll be knocked down for like a round and you can get some free hits on them and whatever, you know? Fucking miss every time. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? Why did I make a caster? I should have made a ranger and just had two bow people shooting everybody, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a problem I'm going to I'm gonna probably face when I go to play Demon Souls and try to pretend to myself that I'm going to like, well, I'm going to play miracles this time. Sword and board. Healer. Do you want to know the worst thing? Demon Souls still does not allow you to delete characters. I keep thinking of going back, and then every single time, I go, I have too many characters. I can't delete any of them. Like, and it's like there's an. I don't think there's a limit to how many you can have. But who wants to scroll through forty characters to get to the one they want to play? You know. And so every time I go to, I think about playing it again, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that because uh, fucking I can't delete any of the characters I made. Yeah, I mean, I I like to have like a little bit of aesthetic consistency. I don't like seeing like all that clutter and shit. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. Pissing me off, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else? Okay, so Solasta's been a lot of fun. Uh, I'll keep streaming it. Um, you know, and dying. No one watches me, but that's okay. I'll get like two or three people, you know. Um, it's all good. Yeah, whatever. I just, it's the first game I've wanted to play on PC in a while. Because nobody wants to watch me play Apex, right? Because I'm not good enough. It doesn't make sense. Like, I'm not a guy that's going to draw anybody, you know? 
Yeah, you want to watch good Apex, watch Wasteland. He fucking yeah. kill, he rips on that game. And even he's not good enough for it to make sense. you know. And I'm not saying he's not good enough. Like, you have yeah. to be, like, Shroud, where, like, you're getting 12 kills a game, you know? And it's like... Yeah, and you've got 15,000 people watching exactly. you on a, on a slow day. Exactly. So, I've been, I haven't been streaming, because, A, I was sick last week, but the week before, I literally would sit down and be like, I don't want to play anything. Like, there's nothing on my computer that I want to play right now. And that anyone wants to see me stream. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I was playing a little bit more of um, Nier uh, Replicant. I put about three or four hours in, uh, th you know, more hours in. And I'm liking it. It's I did a big boss fight where you fight this, like, giant thing that's, like, fucking, um, I don't know, some giant fucking... Giant monster made of blocks. Yeah, the one where you're, yeah. like, you're on the, like, the, I don't know, that platform city or platform town. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Um but that was cool. But it's not, I don't know, it's a weird game because it's not uh, mechanically fun enough or like yeah. exciting enough, you know? I don't know. And it's kind of aged poorly. Yeah. It's still very much a PS3 game. And I do. It's kind of what happened. A lot of people bought it and then it kind of died out within like three days. And I do um, hate the like fact that this one chick just wears fucking lingerie. Yeah. And, like, pretty fucking revealing lingerie. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why would she wear this if she's going to go fight people, you know? I don't know, man. Fucking, I don't... I don't know, dude. It's like they do that shit to fuck us over, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so that your fucking wife or your mom or your fucking cousin <laughs> can come in while you're playing it. You're like, oh, uh, I mean... No, I just like... <laughs> Games where this game has really good stories, <laughs> incredible soundtrack, <laughs> and then she's like him. falling over. Oops, my asshole's out. And you're like, oh god. <laughs> oh god, my nipples. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, what happened? Oops, it's in your mouth now. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. But um, so last two things, I started watching more anime. So I started and finished all of Jujutsu Kaisen, which is well. I continued. I had already watched like four or five episodes, um, but I finished the season and I was bummed because it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It's like a demon hunter exorcist show, but like, you know, shonen where it's like, I do karate and beat up demons, but it's just so good. Like, just the fights are really good. The animation's super good. The art's cool. The story's fun. It's like, and I really like the character. The main character is really cool and like goofball. You know, the classic shonen character where it's like, bad shit's happening and they're still laughing and you know having a positive outlook or whatever but um fun whatever yeah. good show if you have crunchy roll it's on there i don't know if it's on anything else but um i enjoyed it quite a bit so then after that i was like i don't know what to watch and i'll talk about something crunchy roll did to my ps5 that scared the shit out of me but i started watching this show that's a crunchy roll original called god of high school or the god of high school and I saw the name. I was like, what in the goddamn hell is this going to be? You know, but then I watched like the trailer and I was like, actually, it looks like a fun show. And like a, it's so it's a it's like Grappler Baki in that it's like tournament to see who's the strongest. And it's like the, who's the strongest uh, high schooler, you know, like it's all martial artists that are of high school age and it's who's the strongest. Right. And so mm -hmm. like the main kid is super strong and does like he does Taekwondo, but it's like a certain kind and 
then there's a guy that does karate and there's a girl who does a sword technique but she uses like a wooden sword and they're they're all doing like fucking dragon ball moves too like where they're like fucking blowing like a silvery dragon with their punch and all this shit you know um but it's fine i like it it's it's a i'm not done with the season yet but it's a good show it reminds me of every other shonen you know like the same kid but he has like kind of a mysterious past like he doesn't have parents and uh his grandpa like or this guy they calls his grandpa raised him and he has like a picture with a family in his house and the the like the, the it's three main characters it's the main kid and then the karate guy and the girl with the sword like they became friends on the first day because they all stopped like a purse snatcher together and then they realized they were going to the same place so they all like kind of hung together and then they became friends they go to his house for the first time and they see this picture of him with two people you know a man and a woman and they're like oh um are those your parents? He's like, I have no idea who they are. My grandpa just said it would be weird if I lived in a house without a picture of, like, family. So, they're, you know, whatever. They're, he made me take these pictures. And they're like, I guess that's smart. <laughs> they're just, like, kind of uncomfortable. But um, it's fun. I'm still, you know, working. But the other night, I'm working through it, sorry. The other night, I went to watch an episode. And Crunchyroll just wouldn't start. So, then I restarted my PS5. Like, it kept, like, just freezing up and then saying it had an error. So, I'm like, let me see if... um if you know if if i can shut down the system and then turn it back on and then so it started then it like stopped in the middle of like loading the episode um and it wouldn't close i I went to close the app and it was like closing crunchyroll for like 10 minutes i held down the power button on the controller and it would just like go beep 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 beep, and like give me like a a no sign and i'm like that would be losing my mind so then I held down the power button on the front of the PlayStation and it wouldn't do anything. And I was like, I can't just pull the cable out of the back. Like, I can't do that. There's no hard You can, up. but you don't want You can, to. but you don't want to, right? That's a good way to yeah. fry your fucking power supply or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I looked up on Reddit and people were saying it's been happening uh, to them with like YouTube or Spotify. And so they said, eject a disc. If, it's, if there's a disc in there, eject it and then hold it down. And so then... I did, and it turned off. Like, you have to hold it down for 10 seconds. And it finally turned off, so then I turned it back on. And then my TV <coughs> wouldn't go to, like, PlayStation mode. Like, it was like the PlayStation was on with a blue light, and I'm like, but why is it not showing anything? And I was, like, starting to freak. I'm like, oh, shit, my shit died. My shit's dead. But then it turned on, and it was just doing the thing. Like, you know where when you have a crash, it's, like, rechecking your files and all that stuff? It just didn't. Like, my TV just wasn't showing it. It was weird. But the TV finally caught up to it. And it was, like, halfway through that. And then it's been fine. But I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like. Yeah, that's terrifying. And I was reading about it. And these people were like, you know what's crazy? Is the PlayStation's been out almost, like, a year. You know, like, it's getting close to, like, the year of it. You know, we're five months. Half a year. Over half a year. And, like, this shit is still happening. <laughs> yeah. Like, fix your shit. Yeah, man. I don't know. Well, I'll talk about it on my week by what I'm doing to minimize usage, because of yeah, I'm just afraid. I'm just afraid of using the system too much. Just yeah. I use mine for anime, and apparently that's a bad idea. Like, but they're supposed to be media machines, right? Like they're supposed to be. That's media... the problem. They're literally supposed to be media hubs. They, yeah. They even advertise them as like the only thing you'll need in your fucking. In your media thing, you won't need a DVD player and a Blu-ray player and a stereo system and a streaming device. Your PlayStation will do all of it. And it's like, well, then you know that you're telling people your system, your console is going to be on for the majority of the daytime 
or, or yeah. usage. And that's just not true, man. And I mean, I'm an idiot consumer, so I don't care. As long as you maintain the amount of stock for me to replace my item, I'm down. But don't don't have all these issues and no way of getting a new system because like if either of us systems crash, we're boned or either yeah. that or like I don't like knock on wood, man. But like God forbid something happens to mine. I'm going to go spend another $1,000 and buy another one. And that's stupid, but I need this machine. I enjoy it. I use it. And it sucks, man. Well, and it's your only system. And it's my only console right now. It's your only way to consume video games, which is your favorite thing to do, right? Like your favorite yes. pastime of, you know, decon... decon what is it? No, what decompression. Decompression. There you go. I don't know. But I'm done with my week, so you can go ahead and start talking about yours. All right, my nerds, there's a whole bunch of shit to talk about. So, one, right now I am making my way through Astro's Playroom Trophies. I'm about to get that platinum. I'm just getting a couple of these little redundant ones in the at the end, but I'm going to put the control down. Where do we start? So, my nerds, what's going on? Um, so, everyone knows my PlayStation died a couple of months ago. Aaron let me borrow his PS4 Pro Spider-Man Launch Edition. I was terrified of it because I just didn't want to fuck it up. And, I mean, I was using it most of the day. Like, I use my consoles most of the day. Um, so I just bit the bullet. I realized, you know, I had a little bit of cash. It was a little bit post-tax season. I still had that 1400 from the COVID. You know, I never caught it. So technically, COVID just – the government gave me money. Uh, I'm luckily and fortunate enough that I didn't need to use that money for, like, rent or – bills like you know i had some extra cash laying around and uh we got the notice from sony saying that ps5 restocks will be at the earliest may 2022 um <clears throat> i gotta say don't release a console if you can't make enough to actively sell but i think i don't I think that the it was the 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 chip shortage, right? Ain't that what it was? Kind of, I guess. I don't know. Well, so I realized. Let's go. And I saw that online. Well, two guys at my job, two of the fresh boys, they got them. They got PS5s. They both got them for retail price, which was great, good for them. Uh, cool, happy for them. But um, I didn't, and I was noticing that the online prices were going up. So they were like 800, 900 up to 12, 13, 1400, uh, which I don't get because there there are some where you could buy it now and it'd be like eight, nine hundred dollars. And then there'd be one that's getting bids on it and people are bidding at like 12, 1300. I so think stupid. what that is, those are the people who like, those are like inside buyers keeping them high up. Yeah. So they'd be like, if bots. I had one and I'm telling you, hey, come bid on it, I just put 1100, come put 12. In the end, we have the pot. Like, you know, they probably just reselling the damn thing to themselves over and over again to get best price. So I just said, fuck it, man. I was like, let me go. I found a truck. I went to eBay. Um, I overpaid. I found a trusted seller, made sure that they had over 1,500 reviews, uh, which were all positive and too neutral. Uh, I checked with what they sold. They sold PS4s. They sold like 60-inch three thousand dollar sony tvs macbooks so i'm like all right whatever this company is they sell high-end shit they have zero bad feedback and over 1500 reviews um or at least 
ratings. So they're not going to risk their fucking shit and send me a box of bricks. Whatever this is, is most likely a PS5. So I did it. I ordered it on a Wednesday. It was supposed to show up the next Wednesday. That thing showed up three days later. That shit showed up early as fuck. It showed up on Sunday, four days later. And so it showed up. It was legitimate. I plugged it in. It worked. It was crazy because the moment I got it, I had to go to work that day. Console came in. I found the box, opened it, saw everything was good. I was like, all right, put it back in the box. And then, like, all anxiety was gone. I was like, oh, I have it now. Like, I wasn't in a rush anymore. I, I didn't rush home from work and freak out. I got home and, like, looked at the box. I'm like, cool, I'll get around to it later. And um, it was neat. I set it up. Um, I believe the next day I came to your house to give you back the PlayStation. You let me borrow the camera, the PS5 uh, HD camera. You also let me borrow Miles and Assassin's Creed. I'm not going to play Assassin's Creed, but I'm definitely going to be starting Miles on Monday. Uh, I just beat Resident Evil 8 two nights ago. And it's great. I set up the system, I believe, that night. And um, I sat, oh, I went to Target. So the day before I went to your crib to get the camera, I saw Target had a camera. And I was just out, like, getting some food. And I'm like, let me swing by Target. I just want to go look at the camera box. And I go there, and these motherfuckers got two 3D Pulse PS5 launch headsets. So I was like, extra paper, scooped that up. Scooped up the headset. So I get home. I have the console. I got the DualSense. I got the camera. I got the headset. I have everything. I got the whole rollout, man. And I'm setting up the camera and stuff. And... I get it to work, and then, like, I do, like, a stream test. Just test, like, Astro just to see if it works. And the moment it all – the moment it goes live and I look at it, I have to stop streaming because I burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking start you crying. Gotta get, you got to find you a therapist, bro, and just get, work this <laughs> shit out, bro. I tried your bunk-ass therapist, dog. All he did was tell me stories about his wife. Listen, um, I didn't say my therapist. I, I, know, gotta, I know. You got to find you a therapist. So, um, no, but what it was is I got to experience um, console, console generational shift. Like, I got to go through that. That We only get that every six to ten years, and... I got to – that was the moment for me when I got to jump from four to five, and it was a big deal. And I just – it was an emotional rush. I mean even for a week after that, I haven't had like natural serotonin flow through my body, and it was strange. I was like whistling and like I had a fucking pep in my step and eh, some other shit that maybe has kind of been cool and like I might be – like have a little bit more positivity, but, but like – I don't know, man. I got to jump into the future. I got to, you know, like move into the new generation of video games. And it seems the system has been working perfectly. It's been fine. I'm treating it very well. Uh, and so this is one thing that I did. Uh, I used to run my system for fucking 12, 16 hours a day. It was on if I was not asleep. And I would go to sleep with it on. So my system was just on all the time. And so I went and I bought a Roku. I went and got a Roku Ultra because I figure I use my system predominantly to stream mostly YouTube and either watch cooking shit 
um, I either watch cooking stuff or like video game stuff or like stupid political shit to make make myself angry. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm like, get a Roku, and that way you'll use your system seventy percent less, less time running, blah blah blah. Duh, you get the point. So I did that, and I did go pick up a Roku Ultra. They're a hundred bucks. It was on sale for seventy, I think, at Target. So that was a pretty good timing. I set that thing up. That was it's pretty awesome. I really really enjoyed it a lot. It's very cool. It's very easy. I can. T- it has a cool talk controller. I can just talk to it. So I can just like hold a button and be like, Resident Evil 8 review, and then it'll just like beep, you know, um, mm-hmm. big titted bitches, let's go, <laughs> and then. <laughs> um so so yeah so i i got a roku ultra i recommend it if you if you use if you only have a console and you don't have all these other things and you don't have a smart tv i would definitely recommend getting a roku you don't even need to go get the ultra like i did i'm just extra because your boy has to do everything the best because you know how we do we live in the future now but you can get a a regular roku for 40 bucks or you can even get the, the little stick and uh those things are fine they'll pump out you know Maybe not 1080, but maybe like 860 or some shit. But, you know, like someone, the one I got. Someone bought like, a Chromecast 4K on my Best Buy card. Well, like on my Best Buy account. Oh, shit. Not not with my money. Like, they bought it using my login. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, it's probably Keith. <laughs> maybe. But it's a 4K, so. Yeah, but this one, the Roku Ultra, does output 4K. It does have a... Uh, hard line but i'm just wi-fiing so that's cool so yeah whatever so i have the console and who i spent a lot of money that week i went from having like a probably like a fair amount of cash in the bank to now i'm like oh i'm back to being broke yeah but um but it was worth it i needed to move into the future i needed to step into the new generation and i did i have Good done thing you did. so there's zero games on ps5 Kind of, kind of. Not really, but kind of. Um, I mean, it's not zero games. But Shit, I just not... realized they probably push back all these major games because there's no PS5s. Yeah, most likely because, yeah, they, they're not going to fucking sell many of them when there's, like... Well, here's the deal, man. You got to realize this. Yes, there are. There's 115 million PS5s out there. That's what's so crazy. And the record is 120 million. So like mm. that's the weird thing is is it's not that there are no PS5s out in the wild. There are cuz even still there can't be more than 10,000 being hoarded by hoard by scalpers and um I think the thing is that like everybody went and bought them and now people want them even more so. I think because, yeah, if you look it up, I'm pretty sure that they've sold 115, 115 million PS5s. That's a lot of fucking consoles. So they're out there. Um, Problem is, Scalpers just, got them all. That's what I'm saying. They're, scalpers cannot have yeah, more yeah. than 10,000 10, of those. So there's at least 110 million of those things out. And people have them. But, but yeah, there's not – It's I don't know. They need to be more common. It'd be, I'm looking forward to when they're available because – as soon as PS5s are back in retail stores for base price, I'll, I'm going to go buy another one just to have it. Um, so, yeah, there was the excitement of that. So I got the system. Um, so your boy did it. I mean, I, li- I live in the future now. And um, so that was that. I bought it off Scalper. It was, I, I'll tell you guys what I paid. I paid $884.25. Do I regret it? No. I needed to get a system. There was no other way for me to do it. 
I it's I don't know it's what I had to do and I don't mind it I'm not hurt I don't feel bad it's just fucking money fuck it um so I'm happy that I did it yeah so I did have my other my PS4 Pro which died on me after a little over one year which was absurd I kept that system perfect most likely it was due to a soldering issue or just because the just systems kind of fucking die it's it's a, it's a roll of the dice man with with electronics and I got fucked. Now, I had a GameStop warranty, two-year warranty, and I've used those things ever since PS3. The way they work is if you buy, an, if you buy, if you purchase a, an extended warranty within that time period, if anything goes wrong with your system, you bring it in and they give you a brand new sealed inbox, brand new item of the same item. So I go to GameStop and I'm like, yo, I need a console. Get me a console. They're like, okay, um... There are no new ones anymore. We'll get you a used one. And I'm like, negatory. My warranty that I paid for covers a brand new system. Okay, well, there are no brand new systems. Okay, cool. Then the way warranties work is you are to give me store credit for the value of the item. They're like, but that's $430. And I'm like, yeah, sucks for you, dude. This is like retail warranty 101 shit. Like I used to work for GameStop and plenty of retail places and Best Buy. I sold PRPs. I sold warranties. I know how this shit works. And I've been using PRPs for my consoles because I use the fuck out of my consoles. Yeah. And the reason why you guys sell them so cheap, a two-year warranty for 60 bucks, is because 95% of the warranties you sell, nobody claims them. So yep. you think you're taking a hit, but GameStop's making money off of selling warranties. So I know that it's it sucks for you and your store numbers and you're going to take a hit, but like you need to process this. You They're sold running, this to me. Yeah, you sold me this warranty. So to keep this short, because I've been dealing with them for a couple of months now, and in the last week and a half, two weeks, I've been over there with my Karen hat on, like, you know, being that guy. I have to be that guy. Like, no, dude, this is – no, that's not what you're going to do. What you're going to do is this. Well, I can't do that. Well, then you're going to get your district manager on the phone. Well, I can't do that. Well, I know that I can request a call from a district manager and blah, blah, blah. I had to do the Karen shit. But here's the difference. I'm not being Karen because I'm not asking for something that's out of the or that that's it's out of the ordinary because it's a shitty situation. It's not their fault that chip shortages and Sony and COVID and but it's I kept telling them like, dude, this isn't your fault. This is on GameStop and it's on Sony and we just have to deal with it. Push the fucking buttons and help me. This is not customer service, bro. And I get it. That sucks. You don't want to hear that. Oh, you're being a fucking Karen. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck you. This is literally the only thing that I do with my life. I have nothing else in my life. No, and they fucking sold you this shit. Fuck them, yeah. dude. Like, fuck you, dude. I have my fucking job. I don't have a fucking property or a wife or a dog or a fucking... I have a few friends. That's it. Like, my whole life literally resolves around my fucking console, and I'm trying to figure this shit out so that I... You know, whatever. Uh, so they are not helping me. Well, and you bought a warranty for this specific... Like, they sold yes. you a... If your, if your console breaks... Here's a warranty to get another one. If they don't have them, give me the money for the console. Yeah, I'm not even saying give me cash. You give me the credit for the item of which, okay, well, what we can do is find you a factory refurb. No, I didn't purchase a warranty to get a used system that was opened and dicked around with with a fucking static brush just for you to be like, well, we fixed it. Like, no, I don't want that. So long story short, they don't help me. And and it's wild to the point where I'm telling you, bro, 
they literally pretty much look at you and say, fuck off. So, like, if you go yeah. in the store, they don't. And I was talking to a friend of mine. Like, I called a different GameStop because I, I would call other GameStops to see what they would say about the warranty. Hey, I bought a warranty with you guys, but I know there's no more systems available. So what is it we can do? Because no systems are available. So I'm assuming what you would do is, is what we would do is we would give you the person the credit for the item that they purchased the warranty. Uh, no. So I call one. I even say the fucking location localizes Broward and 70th. Fuck that store. That's not the one that I got my shit from, but I called there. I'm going to call. I'm going to, this fucking guy's an asshole. This guy basically tells me to fuck off. He tells me, yeah, we would do that, but I'm not taking the hit for that. So definitely don't bring that in my store because I'm not doing that for you. He basically tells me to fuck off. Um, fuck that guy. I know who he is too. Um, so it was a big issue. In the end, what I had to do was basically take half. I was either going to get nothing or I took half. So I took like 220 I took 220 I bought Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. And then... They're like, cool, so you have a, another $170 worth of GameStop credit. And I was like, convert that into PlayStation money because I don't want any of that going to you guys. Because when they sell gift cards like PSN cards, none of that goes to GameStop. All of Damn. that, that's a that's like buying credit. It's a gift card. It's a Visa transaction that goes straight to Sony. So I was like, I'll take, I'll give you guys 40 bucks for Devil May Cry, but the rest convert it straight into PSN credit. Um which the funny thing is, is I got home and I'm like, I got 175 bucks in my PlayStation account. And I look at the PlayStation store and I'm like, and I don't want to buy anything with this. Like there's nothing to buy. There is. There's a lot of stuff coming out, but we'll get to that in a second. So long story short, uh, man, fuck GameStop, dude. I mean, I know everyone's been saying that for years and I always like defended them because the Power Up Pro program is not predatory. It actually does pay for itself very easily. And as long as you use it, you know, you, you get your money's worth. And I used to really stand by this warranty system because it. Yeah, you berated me. me when I when I was like, I don't get warrant warranties on anything. But I mean, but it worked for me for years. It worked for me for like three three or four consoles. Like it worked for me through two PS twos and a and one PS four. No, two PS threes and a PS four. And then on my second PS four warranty go through, they fucked me. Um, and then last thing I'll say about it is I went into the store today and I saw the guy, Steve. I'm like, Steve, all right. I was like, I concede, dude. Fucking traded it. And there's another girl there who I've never seen before. And he starts talking to her about how to do it. So what they're going to do is – so what they did is he told me we can find you a brand new one uh, and it will be here Monday. I'm like, not a refurb. You can find me a brand new pro. And he's like, yeah, GameStop has – uh, a warehouse with just brand new consoles for this issue and i'm like that's bullshit because i've been talking to you guys for months and you're telling me you don't have them he's like no they do and i'm like they're gonna send you a refurb but i'm not gonna take it steve and he's like no no it's gonna be sealed in box new it shows up it's a refurb <laughs> so i'm did like did he try what? to get you to take it huh did he try yeah, to, he to get you to he's like i looked at it, it's really nice i'm like no dude so i'm like here's what we'll do Use the use the take use process my warranty, give me the refurb, and then I'm selling you the refurb. It's worth two hundred dollars. So give you my okay. So I get there. He's trying to figure out how to do it. And he goes to this other girl who's like another kind of like manager type. He goes so um like oh so maybe we can do this. Maybe we could do the ref get, so do the warranty, get the refurb, and then we can try to return it for the full. And I was like, Steve, don't pretend like you're trying to help me now, dude. I've been here for two weeks every other day. Yeah. 
just do the damn thing and give me the 200. It's fine, bro. And she's she's talking. I'm sorry that I'm all over the place with this. The other day when I was talking to him, I'm like, look, man, I know you don't want to take the hit because the numbers and I'm, you're going to take a busted system, which is going to give you a, a hit when you send it back. And then you're going to lose the other system. So I know this. And he's like, no, no, no. These things actually don't have anything to do with our numbers, which is bullshit. I'm there today and he's figuring it out with the girl, the best way to do it. And she says, well, it doesn't matter either way, Steve, because like either way, we're going to take the hit for the system. So like we're going to get an email tomorrow. So she, in front of me, she basically tells him. We're going to get in trouble because this – basically because this com- customer has to use his warranty. That's so and, annoying. And she says that in front of me. She's, like, she's, she's talking to him, and I'm like pretending to look at something, and she's like, either way, we're going to take the hit, and we're probably going to get an email tomorrow. And it's like, yo, like – That's so shitty. GameStop's such a shit company. Fuck them, dude. Yeah, dude, because I remember when I worked there, like it's true. Like – if you don't get pre-orders, like you get in trouble, your hours get cur- cut, you will get fired. What they were basically saying was, is by processing a transaction for a warranty legitimately for a high-value customer, my PSN account, which is my third one, is over 10 years old. It's a 2009 account, and my lifetime value saved is in the thousands of dollars, and that's 10% at a time. Yeah. Like. I am a valued fucking customer to that store. And for them to basically be saying, fuck, we're going to get in trouble for processing this guy's legitimate transaction. Bro, that's why I was like, convert all my shit to PlayStation credit. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Because like, there was some stuff I needed. I could have grabbed a couple of games. I, I need. I want to. I kind of want to get another Cat6 cable and maybe could have grabbed an extra DualSense. But um, yeah, fuck them. So I got out of there. Boom. We're good. So that's that. Um, just to bring up some game stuff, uh, I did pick up Resident Evil 8. I guess I'll do that alongside. We'll do that in the review corner. Um, I also did get Demon Souls. Fucking Romulo, bro. Romulo, uh, voice actor, Katsuki Bakugo. Uh, he, he kept telling me, he, he comes into my streams and he'd be like, bro, this doesn't look like Demon Souls. And I'm like, I told you, man, I'm going to get it eventually, but it's still very expensive. Demon Souls is $70, and obviously I'm going to get the special edition, Digital Deluxe, which is $90. It's on sale right now. It's $80. It's That's not a lot of worth money. it. I know. And also, I have shit to play. I got Miles Morales to play. I have other stuff to do. I have other games to play. And he'd be like, come on, die. What are you doing? And then like, I started playing Art of Fighting 3, and he's like, bro. This looks nothing like Demon Souls. So I was like, God damn it. So I bought it because, hey, man, it, I know that you and I have been talking about it's just Demon Souls. No, fucking damn it. Yeah, but in the end, dude, I I, I don't have it. And it <laughs> is really great looking. Like, oh it my is. God. And it's a game, like, <laughs> I'm happy to own, but I bought the Digital Deluxe. I wish I just had a fucking physical. Physical? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to play with Seth and hopefully you a little bit and Rom's. So that um, I do definitely want to say this this month's PS Plus was really great. We were blessed with Virtual Fighter Ultimate Showdown. They remade of Virtual Fighter Five. Everybody go trigger that. It's a very 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 good fighting game. It's one of the most in depth fighting games. And it's only got three fucking buttons: punch, kick, and guard. Go download it. It's free. Yeah, I already put it in my library. Cool. It's very cool. Um, Star Wars Squadrons. Whatever. I mean. Yeah, Honestly, I, it, I tried to watch like a trailer for it, and it was just cinematics, and I was like, 
I don't like flying games, so I didn't put it in my library. Yeah, the, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna stream the first hour or so of it eventually. The problem is, is it's all in cockpit. So fuck you, make it a VR game. Yeah, yeah, make it a VR game. If I can't see it. my X-wing, like unclasp its wings, what the fuck? Yeah, what it's are we doing? Fucking, what are you doing? What, what are we really doing right now? I can't freaking see my freaking my Tie Fighters spin around. Like fuck you, but uh, whatever. Hey, and fuck then, um, you, buddy. Uh, Operation Tango, some sort of multiplayer game that looks cool. I haven't gotten a chance to really check it out. Um, hopefully, maybe this week you and I can maybe try it out. It's supposed to be like like two players, and one of you one of you is like one of you can see, but the other one can't. So you kind of have to like guide each other through. I don't know. It's supposed to be some weird, cool, different style of thing. So I downloaded that to try it. And then um, other than that, I also did download uh, the complete full. I bought everything. Capcom Arcade Stadium, which is a Capcom virtual arcade with 30 arcade machines. Uh, it's 40 bucks. Or you can just download it for free, and you will get 1943 for free. Currently, I believe, maybe not anymore, but Ghost and Goblins was free. These are arcade ports. It's actually done on the RE engine, the new Resident Evil 8 engine. I mean, that's like saying like an arcade compilation is done with Unreal, but um, that's pretty neat, so I'm excited about that. I did upgrade Mortal Kombat 11 to the PS5 version. Looks pretty awesome, but it always looked awesome. Today I did purchase a game called Iconoclasts. I have yet to try. It's a very, very cool-looking side-scrolling game. Um... Really great fucking art. It's on sale for five bucks right now, and I've been looking at it for like a couple years now, so I'm happy to pick that up. Um, and yeah, other than that, you know, I mean, I'm sure in future episodes we'll talk more about games, but Man Eater, I got the Man Eater for free. Um, shark game. I'm sure it's silly and stupid. I might play it a few times. Uh, the Takeover came out, which was a beat em up game like Streets of Rage, came out two years ago for the Switch and Steam. It was also supposed to come out for PlayStation Network. And oddly enough, it never – no one ever spoke about it. The TakeOver is fucking awesome. It is – it plays so great. It has this weird graphical style that looks ugly, but the closer you look at it, it's actually really, really amazing looking when you're actually playing it. Um, and a real quick weird thing, a cool thing about that was is that um, I was on a – I'm part of a Streets of Rage 4 board on Facebook that's really, really – I didn't realize Streets of Rage 4 has a very rabid community and is very active. And somebody said the TakeOver is the best Streets of Rage game. And I was like, oh, I forgot. What is that? I looked it up. And I was like, damn, that sucks, dude. It never came out. And I was on another forum on GameFAQs, and people – I just saw a thing. that People were saying like, yeah, it sucks. It never came out for PlayStation Network. But it's on Switch, and it's on Steam. I go to work the next day, I come home, came out. I'm a clairvoyant. I'm a clairvoyant, my nerds. So um, I bought it. It's very cool. The takeover is very cool as well. Um, and then uh, other than the Resident Evil stuff, I did play Astro's Playroom. And I have way so much to say about that. Go ahead and head over to nerds uh, twitch.tv slash nerdsthepodcast and catch the roll credits on that. Uh, obvious end of boss spoilers. All roll credits highlights on twitch or slash nerds the podcast are going to be final boss fights into credits rolling i saw you did yours for the uh, sekido but i couldn't call it roll credits because you you stopped it before the credits you have oh, to yeah. Credits hit. <laughs> yeah. and I'm, and you know me i'm all fucking i'm so dramatic i always i like 
I give like an acceptance speech. Once the credits roll, I like applaud and then I like talk about the game for a bit and uh, my experience with it. So Astro's Playroom, I just couldn't speak highly, more highly of it. I think it was uh, a great, great time. Uh, definitely for uh, such a huge Sony PlayStation fan like myself, it was, man, I can't say that it's, incredible because there's there's not really any replay when you're done you're done this only reason to go back is to maybe show people some stuff like show friends how cool it is or to get go get the platinum which is what i'm doing right now and it is uh it was really great man and i hate this term but like love letter it definitely is a love letter to, to the the playstation saga there's four wor- worlds with four hubs four hub worlds with four four biomes with four worlds in each one and each one represents a generation and it was just incredible um i definitely recommend um i recommend the the gpu jungle um the music the song in that is really really great it's got a really great song and i had a really wonderful time playing it there's a bunch of little astrobots that like represent different games and stuff so like in one of them i was like in a little spooky cave and i found a coffin and if you hit the coffin alucard's in there and he comes out and he brushes his hair and another one you find a little box and if you hit the box it's fucking snakes in there so there's all these cool homages to sony games and it was i'm gonna say that astro's playroom is the best pack-in game since like sonic or super mario world like like legitimately the I mean, I don't know, one of the best pack-in games for a system I've ever seen. And I would love to see a fully-fledged real game come out um, with this little guy, hopefully. So, yeah, man. I mean, just that's my PlayStation 5 journey. Other than that, I've just been working. And uh, I talked about it earlier. I watched Insomnia. That was cool. Um, I'm looking forward to going and seeing The Conjuring 3. The Devil Made Me Do It. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I have not been to a movie theater. God, I don't even know the last movie I saw. Dog, the last movie I saw in theaters might be Avengers 1. No, I mean Endgame 1. Mm. Not Endgame, but... Infinity War? Infinity War. Unless you and I went to a movie after that, like Doctor Strange. Yeah. I have not been to the theater, I don't know, Get Out maybe? I don't even remember the last movie I saw in theater. So I, I kind of want to go, but I don't really want to go alone. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just cover a couple of little things instead of putting them into news. Uh, there was just a couple of little stuff. I, I'm not going to go over every single character that's been released since the last time we've been talking, but King of Fighters did continue to release characters. Your boy was right. Um, after Yashiro was announced, Shermie and then Chris came out, so Team Orochi is here. Then we got Leona Hydern. Then we got Ralph and Clark, so Team Akari is here. That is very awesome. Um, PS5. Um, boss caught me talking shit. GameStop fucking me. And yeah, other than that, I mean, I guess if you just want to like, kind of like stroll into news with some of these delays... Oh, I did want to say uh, I had game night with uh, my Chicago buds, uh, and you, oh, yeah. you popped in for a little bit and got to see the craziness of all of that. We usually play, like, drawing games. Like, we play Jackbox a lot, and there's a couple of, like, Pictionary-type games, or, like, we were playing this one that was, like, a phone game where it was, like, uh, well, like, telephone, where it's, like, I write a sentence, like, or, you know, I write a prompt, like, 
uh, I did a cool dad doing an ollie. And then, you know, the next person draws it, and the person after that has to say what they think it is. And has then the person after that okay. has to draw what they guessed, you know? So it goes person to person. And then by I the end, you kinda, yeah, you kind of see, like, the fun chain of events. So um, Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, we were part of a Discord, and that kind of, like, fell apart. But, like, we made our own Discord. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to join our Discord, we've got a couple people in there now. Um, we've got we may need to 12 people you. total. <laughs> yeah so um, there'll be a is there a way to make a general room where anyone can come and then we can like vet the other rooms yeah i can just okay. make a channel in there okay so i yeah, have not, not to be like well we have to vet you it's just you know well we have a know. locked channel that only you and i can go into and that's for like if we need to talk about you know anything oh, okay pod, okay it's okay, called pod good. talk um, okay so, so that's what we would use if we ever maybe like had a guest come in with us or some shit or come like join us in a, like in a stream or something because mm-hmm. we can't be you can't be playing apex and all of a sudden have at the Aaron, i remember you <laughs> asshole <laughs> my mother has bought me a new graphics card and i'm going to beat you now um <laughs> dude i See i was playing apex last week and this kid was like talking and you know like in my my team like we were playing on the new 3v3 mode so like we were just talking and then one of our guys quit and i'm like these fucking people like everybody quits you die once and they just quit and you're like what's the point uh and so he's like hey do you want to like keep playing like whatever and uh, i'll send you my discord so we started chatting and he sounded like i thought he was probably like 17 he's like i'm 14 years old and i was like god what is with you guys so he's like Okay, well, I gotta go to bed. My mom's gonna get real pissed. And then he, I said, just so you know, dude, I'm like 38. Like I'm not, <laughs> we're not like friends, you know. And so he goes, "You're my I dad's have, age." I have pubes older than you. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "You're my dad's single, age." Single Ex- strands. <laughs> exactly my dad's age. And I was like, "Your dad's probably Jesus. cool." <laughs> uh, but yeah. So then he was like, "Let's play again tomorrow. I'll play with my friends." I was like, "Totally." And then I immediately oh. was like, "Never again." Oh, like you man. know, it was whatever. It's just like chatting in a game where it's like the game put you together fine but once we were in discord that's when he said it and i was like oh my god you're so you're so young i'm like yeah i remember i was in disc once and it was you wasteland and like a fucking 14 year old and he's like yeah hey guys meet me over here purple backpack and i'm just like all right guys yeah you uh, were like go do something anyways uh (laughs) I'm going to go over here and uh, just, uh, just, uh, I'm going to just. <laughs> you were like, all right, well, I got to get out of here. And then immediately when he left, you're back like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And I was like, dude, I don't know. Why does he always have 12 year olds? As soon as he left, I was like, God damn it, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, Wasteland, you cannot have people that age joining me. I don't have a filter and it's not okay. Uh-huh. Like I know, yeah. If especially if I'm playing games and I'm having fun, you know what I mean. Like I want to be able to while out with my friends. Yeah, man. That's why we gotta maybe invite. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's. Uh, I really hope Sony gets this deal with Discord to work well, because it would be really nice for it to be seamless and all of us to be able to game together, PC into console. Because some of those psychos are super funny, man. Yeah. Like, um, like Brian and them. It's just. Because their energy is so much different than mine because they're literally screaming. 
well, at the top of their lungs. It's me and Brian <laughs> screaming, and then Greg is like very chill. Mears, Mears can scream too. He's very punk rock, you know. Uh, Brian be screaming, no! And then he goes, get his ass, sir. Get his ass, sir. <laughs> he does say that, get his ass. But he always says, sir. He goes, sir, get his ass, sir. <laughs> It's too funny, man. Uh, Brian, I think Brian is one of the funniest people I know. Like, I find yeah. him so funny, and I like. I think Greg's really funny too. Um, for a while, Greg was my favorite uh, of the slobs, but then yeah. I just, I don't know, Brian. I started talking to him like as a person, and he's just so funny. Yeah, they're very funny, dude. And also, he like did JoJo's as gangster. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I didn't even know. He makes gaming content, and I didn't even know. Uh, he he doesn't all the time, but he's been recently streaming uh, Castlevania, Rondo of Blood, and then now Symphony of the yeah, Night. Yeah, and he makes the, the videos and stuff. He does a really cool job. I have to put the video... I have to figure out how I can link the video into uh, Discord, because he made us like a, a welcome video, and it's just crazy. It's like him you know, yelling, like... Not really yelling, but he's like... Saying welcome to nerds, the podcast, this Discord, and there's like weird, uh, like <laughs> Snapchat overlays going on. Like there's like this little piece of corn, like a, a cob of corn flying around, and then like a hat goes on his head at a certain point. It's <laughs> nice. it's very strange, but you know, of course, I laughed really hard at it. But um, I think that's I think yeah, my whole thing is pretty much just the five stuff, and then because I don't think anything else. There's nothing else. Other than work, yeah, I just work and. Well, then let's let's uh, swing over to our agent on the scene. <laughs> Newsman. <laughs> when <you> Reporting. Kill... <laughs> there have been many delays. On the... the PlayStation Five is under trouble. I the will games say are this. All delayed. I have my had fuck. to yell at my mother all week this week because every week, every day, a new delay comes through. <laughs> <laughs> I blame my dad. <laughs> I blame my father who left my family when he heard me speak for the first time. <laughs> oh, I, when he heard me recite the <laughs> Siegmeier dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I wish we saved it, man. We should have. It's it's it, like we're it's making. It's my fault we didn't because I even said it. I was like, "Don't, dude." I'm like, if we save it, it's gonna be funny. But we're bullying. We're it's bullying true. Him. It's true. We would have been bullying him. It, it, you guys could hear that we're not exaggerating. <laughs> like he sounded exactly <laughs> like this, and he, you do it the best. But like he literally screamed all of the dialogue like the, the and then crime. went. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and like we're doing the fake scream like he screamed no he screamed it like in the other room his mom oh billy's made friends <laughs> she's like well, i guess i'll put the pizza rolls in <laughs> it's gonna be a long night we're in mother the pizza rolls. <laughs> mother mountain dew stat bring me my pizza rolls asap i am ready to fight <laughs> <laughs> i am ready to fuck my waifu pillow <laughs> That I will whisper oh, your God. name to. <laughs> You're the man. only woman who has ever loved me. Um, <laughs> so, fuck, <laughs> so fuck me. Um, King of Fighters 15 has been pushed to 2022. Whatever. I mean, somebody on the message boards. I'm very, I'm, I'm very socially connected to video game message boards. Um, somebody did make a good point. 
there's that one quote, obviously, from that one game guy who I think it was Nintendo buddy who was like, "Delaying a game never made it worse." Yeah. So there's that. There is Cyberpunk and, that delaying the game five times didn't make it any better. Yeah. Well, that's Ooh, oh, you know what? you know what's funny. That's part of the delay news, and I forgot. So Cyberpunk next gen or current gen PS5, Xbox Series X, thirty ninety whatever uh, is delayed till yeah. who God knows when Dude, next year probably. And CD Projekt Red has said they're working on a new AAA game. <laughs> no, get out of here, bro. No, shut your doors. Shut your useless yeah. doors, start another studio, and hope people don't recognize that you guys are doing it. That game is still bad. Mm-hmm. And you know what I bet? I bet someone like fucking, I stand for Zack Snyder, loves Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny, that friend who stands with Zack Snyder, when Cyberpunk came out, he was like, this is incredible, fucking cyberpunk. Oh, my God. It's like Blade Runner. This is amazing. Three days later, he's like, it just doesn't really work that good. Yeah. So he, he was at least able to have some realism. That I like. I respect he was that, Because ha- he was having a lot of fun. He's like, it's amazing. He's like, I was like, yeah, but it's after – it's that first three hours is really awesome. When you leave the yeah, big tower. That whole Jackie storyline was great, right? And you're like into it. You're like, this is crazy. Yeah, and after that, it falls apart. And, and then... I think he got a little bit after that and – he was like, it's cool and all the, think, but it's just like the game's kind of just like fucked up. It doesn't really work right. Even all that aside, and I've said this before, but Cyberpunk's not a good game. Like, it's shallow. You can yeah. shoot things and you can punch things. You know, like you can do melee and you can shoot. And that's really it. There's not like a hacking mini game where you can like fucking shut down all the robots in the area to get through. Yeah. Like it, th- there's no like cyber, like the world's so dead. You can't just go in buildings. There's not like a casino. You can go play fucking blackjack in or yeah. fucking there should be ramen shops. You can just go watch your dumb character eat ramen. Like, yeah, well, that's the thing. They, they told us originally that like, Oh, even if you don't want to like go on combat missions, you will be able to just like kind of like live in the city and like hang out yeah. and do shit. The way that was like, fuck it, man. They keep releasing Grand Theft Auto Five, but dude, if you really want to, you could like you can play that game and um, not shoot a I'm single gonna, person. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna do. You know what? I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna do some illegal street races. Then I'm gonna go hunting for some deer. I'm gonna go bowling. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go bowling. I'm gonna go. On a, I'm gonna join a try a. a, a ATV a mountain racing club or I'm going to go do a triathlon. Like that's why GTA five is still around because GTA online, because it's a world like you, yeah, people a, mostly go on there and hang out. Yeah. Cyberpunk what? is an empty shell of a world. Everything mm-hmm. in that game is a shell and it's crazy because it was in development for so long. Yeah. But you can, ha- you can have a foreskin or be circumcised. <laughs> 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 fuck that game. Let's not give them any more publicity. Yeah, fuck them. Um, Never buy so, yeah. anything from CD Projekt Red again. Honestly, like I'm on. I'm of the mind of that. Like well, that's where all, everyone already owns Witcher, so we're good. That's where. That's where I'm at with fucking Bioware. Like people are like hype on the you know the new Mass Effect HD trailer. I'm like fuck them, dude. <laughs> it's the third time they release those games. Yeah, and they don't look that much better. <laughs> yeah, th- and yeah. two I mean, and three suck. Like the story in two was great. Three was trash. Like, well, okay, one plays like shit, but has good story. Has the best story. And two and two and three have the best gameplay though. 
they don't And I can't though. really speak too much because I did not beat those games. I played some of one and two. The thing is, they have the. So I so will they probably the, be buying these. Two and three have better shooting, right? Which is nice, but they better streamline combat. out all of the RPG elements. And it was a third person shooter Action. RPG. Like. That first game, you could outfit every character with armor you found. So you could build a guy that's like tankier and then have a guy that like does magic but is in lighter shit so that, you know, whatever. The second game, they were like, you can't even change their armor. <laughs> kind of how like Resident Evil used to be like a survival horror game. And yeah. then around like five and six, they just became like uh, Michael Bay games. What happened to Bioware is they used to make great deep RPGs and they did it all the way up to Mass Effect 1, Dragon Age Origins. Then they made Mass Effect 2, Dragon Age 2, and both of them were streamlined down to shit. And then the doctors left, the two guys that like ran Bioware, that were the RPG dudes. And after that, Bioware, you know, was bought by EA. And or you know, right before Dragon Age 2, they were bought by EA. And like the soul of that company got destroyed. Same with Blizzard. Like all these companies end up making a bunch of money, and that's good, cool, but like then they go like, well, I don't want to make good games anymore. Goodbye forever. <laughs> and I'm like, stop giving them money. Yeah. I almost didn't pre-order Biomutant, but then I was like, well, there's a class locked behind it, and I was kind of pissed off about that. The class that's locked yeah. behind it is the is the one that lets you dual wield at the beginning of the game. The only yeah. one. And you well, do you get it later on? I guess you can unlock those skills later because the classes in Bioware are like Dark Souls classes, where it's just your starting equipment. And okay. like some, you know, some stat points so, or whatever. Like the fucking Demon Souls shit. Mm hmm. Where it's like, spend an extra $20 to get armor that you can find later. Yeah, and isn't even that strong and is too heavy. So you're telling me that, um, that armor and both those weapons you get later? No, you never get them later. You get a Blue Knight or Blue Eye Knight armor set, which is similar but has better stats. So no, so it's so it is. Oh no, it's locked. It's literally oh, stuff you'll never yeah. get. Good. Because they weren't yeah. in, they were not in the first game. The, so the shield you get is the shield that the phalanx demon has on it. All those shields, okay, the, the awesome. slime shields. The sword you get is the skull or the skeleton the rolling knight. Buddy, rolling yep, that's his, the buzz. executioner sword. Uh, the red eye knight armor set is the Boletarian red eye knight that you fight up top outside of okay then i'm ha i'm fine with that, that uh, i'm down to pay for that because yeah your boy needs to have everything it's stuff you'll never get otherwise because they didn't exist yeah. those are the only thing they added that's well, the other like thing final fantasy 7 retro uh, integrate mm -hmm. the, it's the ps5 version is 70 dollars, and then there's like a 90 i think it's a, it might even be no it's 70 bucks 69 and then there's like a 89 version but the only difference is digital art book which uh just go online and google that and take a look yeah and then um digital mini soundtrack which is probably seven songs out of a soundtrack that has 150 tracks which also youtube it digital digital get down yep just you and me you might be Thirty thousand miles away, but I can see you, and baby, baby, you can see me. <laughs> Every time I'm sitting home alone, girl, I'll sing that. Whole shit. I can't wait to get you on the phone, girl. You turn me on, baby. Sitting <laughs> right there next to you. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, um, oh, so 
I am not here for these new digital editions. Uh, like I did I, it for Demons, and I kind of even regret it. Like honestly, I was like, if there's more stuff, I want it. Then I got yeah. it, and I was like, I don't, I would never wear any of these. I don't, I don't like it either, man. I don't like the way that like it's, it's, it's like, oh, you cannot get any of this content any other way than to get it like this. And I think that's just kind of rude. Not cheap. If it was five bucks and it was like a DLC that was like, here is a skin for, you know, a, a bunch of skins, right? For like weapons. Great. Okay. Just some like special skins and they're five bucks and there's like 20 of them, right? Okay. Yeah. But it's like an it's extra $20, $20 for bullshit. And for it's bullshit. A, it's digital a, shit. A couple of photos and music on a digital product. Like... Yeah. I mean, I know that they don't make physical shit, but it's like, I don't know, set me up for a mailing list, make me pay $3 of shipping, and mail me a physical art book. Give me a keychain or, or whatever. Yeah. Even those, I'm like, I don't even care anymore. Most of that shit's chintzy. Except for you liked your cyberpunk um, necklace. My, I mean, it's cool, but bitch, you think I'm going to wear that? No. I'm going to wear that. That thing's still sitting in the tin. <laughs> that's the and thing. I'm, and that's I'm why I don't even care. i sell shit. That's why I don't care. Like, they were like, you can go get your cyberpunk necklace. I'm like, I don't want it. I'm never going to wear it. My Sekido uh, samurai sword it will eventually go on a bookshelf, but I, you know, it's sitting in my closet right now. Yeah. My um, Red Eye Knight from, uh, you know, Dark Souls 3 Collector's Edition in the closet. My Dark Souls 2 Ferrom Knight in the closet. Oh, mine, mine are up. Mine are up and on display in my room. Do you make cum cum on them? <laughs> no, but all the, the most of the swords are all fucking broken. Because <laughs> it went up your ass. <laughs> no, just because like I remember my Faram armor one is when I lived in Fort Lauderdale. There was a mm -hmm. roach on the wall, and I jumped up to to kill it. And when I came down, my hand hit the sword, and I was like, "Oh, I should have left that roach alone." Just broke my statue. <laughs> now that's your karma hitting you right there, bud. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really. I'm not really too big on these um, digital editions either, but. I mean, I made a big deal of getting the physical uh, version of the PlayStation 5, and I'm mostly buying my games digitally because like, I don't want moving parts. I did buy Devil May Cry physical, but I don't really want to... Um, you know what know, I'm over? Disc systems that make me have the disc in the system to play the game. <laughs> Say again? Just install the shit. Oh, Computers yeah, have not needed know. a disc to run a game in so long, even if you have a disc to install it. Well, here's the reason why I I would have figured that a disc version versus a digital version would have different install rates. Yeah. And that the disc version would install less on your system because it spins a disc. It's the same file. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the, so stupid. Let like, me just I have... install it off the disc. I want the physical because I like having a physical box. Yeah, but, but the problem is, is then let me launch you it. could just you could just share your physical disc with twenty people and everybody has it. Put a CD it. key on the ship, bro. I'm okay with that. True. Yeah. I don't know, but anyways, with what is going on is, uh, well, King of Fighters is delayed. Um, somebody was just saying like, hey, well, fuck it. If anything, they're gonna fix the netcode. They might add a couple characters. They might add costume. They might like if they're delaying it. It's for good reason, hopefully, and it still looks great. I know I'm talking about it a lot. King Fires is great. Do not expect this to be some wowzers thing when it comes out for people who are casual. Like I've told you before, Aaron, like 
bro, you're not gonna play this game's gonna be it's gonna be hard. It's like mm-hmm. it's not a fucking beginner. It's not like a not even it's not like an inter it's it's an intermediate fighting game. Intermediate to high level, like it's not like play like I still think you should just buy Tekken because Tekken's awesome and anybody can play Tekken and look cool while playing Tekken. Not, King of Fighters is a little more you know, that's you got your pinkies up. But yeah. Um so King of Fighters is delayed to twenty twenty two. We also found out uh, Cyberpunk is delayed till 2022. God of War has been delayed to 2022. And? Um, and the problem with... So, double announcement. God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn. We knew this about Horizon. Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden West. Uh, they're fucking PS4 games with just, like, up graphics for PS5, which is fine. But it's, like, it's God of War Ragnarok. Like, God of War 2018 is a massively incredible game that should live on the PlayStation 4. Ragnarok should have been a flagship game for the PlayStation 5 to showcase what the machine can do. Yeah, Forbidden West too. And same with Forbidden West. And don't get get it twisted. I heard that news, so I was like, man, fuck that. The other day I looked up the Forbidden West gameplay. It blew my mind how amazing that looks. Now imagine if it was built ground up just for the PlayStation 4 and it wasn't a retrograde game with just some extra texture shit for PS4. Like, I get it. It's like what you said earlier. Um, I'm not sure if you said it before or after we started recording that it's because there's no fucking systems. Yeah. Or not that there's no systems, but there's not an, like, they know that if they release it on both, they'll sell a lot more. I don't know, man. It's kind of annoying. I mean, Forbidden West, you know what? No, neither of them. Forbidden West and God of War. Ragnarok should both be PlayStation 5 flagship titles. At least for a time, a period of time. But also, that just tells us they're not building the game to its fullest capabilities. Yeah. Like, the only thing we have right now is Ratchet. And I'm not going to sit here and shit on Ratchet and Clank. I'm not going to, because those games seem fun. And Astro's Playroom has, I really wish they would have called it Astrobot. Um, I think it just sounds too much like Astro Boy. Um, Astro's Playroom kind of got me in the mindset of wanting to play more colorful, fun games because I was having a really fun time with all the colors and the brightness and that kind of the fun and not everything being so grim, dark and fucking edgelord. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like, oh, man, let me try Astro, let me try Ratchet. So I was going to jump into Ratchet 2016 and I just look at the gameplay. And I don't know. I just don't think I care. So I'm definitely not going to jump in for 70 on a rift apart um i don't know i also i think i figured out i have not heard anybody say this also part part of the crude language about to come up you know how other ratchet and clank games had euphemisms innuendos mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of them um it was like ratchet and clank then it was like quest for booty um or the other names. They all had like weird up oh up your arsenal, like up your ass. Yeah. Quest for booty. And this one's called um because it's about the rift. A rift apart. Do you get it? No. Rip the fart. Oh. <laughs> I think that's what it is, because most of them are butt terms. Uh Quest for Booty, Up Your Arsenal. I'm it's gotta be ripped apart. Ripped apart, ripped apart. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, that's that has a. I don't know if you have you seen the the 
the mechanic with the, the solid state hard drive that's powering the entire game, which is why the game is lauded as oh my god. No. Oh man, you should actually look into it. Look, like take a look. It is a crazy technology where there's like portals, and like you'll have an entire giant open world in front of you, and then you'll see a, a rift, like a big portal, and you jump through it, and you're in a completely other map. So it's like auto-loading multiple simultaneous yeah. worlds, and you're jumping between worlds without the need of any load times. Yeah, I just don't care about platformers. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So I don't really give a fuck about that. But hey, yeah, but you love Astro's Playrooms, though. You might um, like it. I did like Astro's Playroom. And, and that's no no judgment. I just mean like you did like that game, and that's a you know that's a platformer too. So you could. You I think what, I think what I don't care about Ratchet is it's like the focus on the gun. It's like got yeah. these silly guns. It's like oh, this gun makes your enemies dance. And like Lame. really, every time I use that gun, I have to watch forty five seconds of like silly disco dancing. No, just let me kill them. Yeah, just let me shoot them until they their moms cry. Um, that was rude. Um, <laughs> So, so yeah. So the a bunch of stuffs getting knocked, getting pushed back, which we can expect. That's fine. Like we said, we're still getting um, a couple games coming out this this month. Guilty Gear Strive comes out next week. Uh, I'm trying really hard to like convince myself, do not buy it right away. It's gonna be a hundred fucking dollars for a bare bones fighting game. Um, I'm gonna try to keep myself away, but I think I'm gonna end up doing it. I have no interest in Returnal. Until they patch it, Returnal looks very cool right now. But it needs but to save, like it, it needs, needs to just yeah save your spot, not save your game so you can reload a bunch of times. Save your spot so that if you close the game out, you can start from where you were. Yeah, every run is about three hours if you're playing it optimally, and there's no way to just like pause. So if you turn your system off, you're done. You start from the beginning, and the fucking developers came out. How dick of them! So the, the people said, hey, um, you know, for for the sit down to be a minimum of three hours, we have to, like, there's no save. Yeah. They said, oh, that's the beauty of the PlayStation 5. Just suspend the game <laughs> and then put your system into rest mode. Except that that's Excuse breaking me? systems. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure the rest thing is fixed. I'm still never I'm uh, still, I'm using, still never it. using it. Are you crazy? I'm not using that shit. Nope. Um, but. Yeah, like, excuse me, put my game into suspend mode and then rest mode my system. They're basically telling people, like, NES style, like, well, if you can't beat Mario, just turn your TV off and leave your system on. Yeah, and if Fuck it dies, you. whoopsie daisy, well, buy we another one. We don't have any more. <laughs> we don't have any more, sorry. In fact, we are, we are eBay. We are selling them. Yeah, I mean, it um, would be an easy thing to develop. It sounds like something that's basic. Hey, you know, fucking save point. That's yeah. it. Hey. Why didn't you do it in the beginning? Yeah, and literally just make it so you can only load a saved state one time, and it deletes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, whoever created this this uh, deep action Dark Souls-style save system thing came up with that whole thing. Hey, let's make it so the game saves every three seconds. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, yeah, that way people won't cheat, and they can't bitch. Like, that's ingenious. If you If you had told me that years ago... Games are going to be auto-saving every five seconds. I would be like, your system's going to explode. But somebody fucking figured it out, and that's a huge part of like many of the games we play. Yeah. I want to play Returnal. They would have got my $70 today, but until they do a... Until they patch that game, and, you know... I'm not. 
until I have save points because like that's one thing I don't do. Very rarely do I sit down three hours no, straight. No, you don't. Because I'm human, you know. Like I just don't. I don't do three hours. I'm gonna get up. But uh, I don't know what other news. It was just the, all I remember is the delays and any other stuff on your end. I just have the the apparent leak of a Dark Souls inspired Final Fantasy game. Uh, yes. That's supposedly in development. And you told me something crazy. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So there's rumors that Square's working is is there's like a leak that Square's working on some kind of like Dark Souls inspired game, and then. I don't remember names or whatever, but apparently somebody who leaks shit that fucking always ends up being right. It's Square's working with fucking Team Ninja, which yep. is the Dead or Alive slash Neo Koi Tecmo people. Team Ninja is the Ninja Gaiden people, basically. Yeah. To which make I'm a not fucking too stoked game. on. No, because they make brutally hard games. Yeah. Like Ninja Gaiden Master Collection comes out next week. And I'm super pissed because I know that I'm going to end up buying it. And then getting mad. And I don't want to play any of those games. Yeah, you're going to be on stream being like, why did I do this? Yeah, I'm going to be pissed. The, the, those games look awesome. You fight dope monsters. It's fucking cool. But in the end, it's like Neo. Everything is awesome about this except the feel of playing it. And well, except it's just too hard. It's like the hard dial turned to 11 instead of 10. To where you're just like, if this was 1% less frustrating it'd be perfect yeah and i don't know i mean i don't need it to be as walk in the park as final fantasy 15 was but like i don't think they're gonna let it i don't think i mean but who knows maybe they maybe they're freaking getting their getting all like well we need to have a ultra hard game too well i mean if if they mix something like a dark souls with final fantasy 7 remakes combat i could be into it Right, where instead yeah. of pausing to cast, or you know, instead of like queuing cast and stuff, like you know, you're just it, you're it's like you're magic casting from Souls games. Great, but you know, with maybe a little more weight to the combat and a little more like uh, thought behind it, instead of just mashing buttons. Which in seven, you're not you know really benefiting from mashing buttons. Like that's how I played it wrong, yeah. right? Um, and you know, you needed to roll and you needed to dodge and do things. You know, like in and also, it was nice to be able to every now and then, in the middle of a giant frantic fight, just kind of stop. Yeah. And like, okay, well, let me assess what's going on. And it was really so, good to switch yeah. characters in that game. Like, it was yeah. important to do that. Um, you know, I could see that being expanded out, right? Like, they've now done some action RPGs, like, uh, you know, like Seven Remake and, and whatever. Uh, but in, expand that and, and to be deepen fair, it. They, they cut their teeth along making Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, which was the shallowest of shallow. Yeah, because because I've never played a Kingdom Hearts game, but someone who played fifteen was like, King fifteen is basically it's a maturation of Kingdom Hearts's battle yeah. system. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is more than Kingdom Hearts three was. Three was so bad it made me angry. <laughs> it made me happy because people were so excited about it, and so like the cynical dickhead in me was like, "Haha, you assholes! Like, you you thought this was gonna change the world, and it didn't change shit. Like it. That's another one. That's like cyberpunk, where like, you know, we we talk about it sometimes. Like, remember cyberpunk? <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember when that came out? And it was like people leading up to it were like, "This is gonna change gaming." 
Oh yeah. And now They're like this is going to change technology. And now, computing power. I mean, same with No Man's Sky. And you know what's funny? I saw some shit the other day where someone was like, maybe, you know, Cyberpunk could get a No Man's Sky and they'll make it better. And someone was like, hey, spoiler alert, No Man's Sky still sucks. <laughs> like they some people fixed like it. Well, no, they fixed a lot of stuff, right? Like the, you know, that what it was, but it's still at its core a boring ass game where you just fly around and then look mm-hmm. at weird shit and then that's it. Like yeah, that game is empty, and it always was. I I remember playing it, and being like, "But why do I care?" <laughs> like thirty-eight billion planets, you know, one quintillion possible star systems, and you're like, "But what's in them?" Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Okay," because we got to be realistic. They really said that shit. Yes, they said like millions of worlds, and. When you're just talking about RNG making up a planet that's blue and having yellow plants, but then also maybe running into a plant that's blue with green plants. And like the monster spawning. Remember how fucking crazy it was where like they didn't make these like <laughs> really ridiculous like they they didn't No, test. I never even saw that game. I never touched it, saw it. Oh, in you real don't life. remember just... when people were putting out videos though where they would paint oh, yeah, ma- yeah, you yeah. remember when they would put the like someone made a bad clarinet version of the Jurassic Park theme and they would put oh, like those horrible that dinosaurs? Was gold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like who did they not test it? Tone down the randomization, like maybe don't let those legs go on that body or those like, you know, maybe don't let chicken beak on you know dog head like shit that doesn't make sense i don't know but and the thing is i'm not here to hate on no man's sky it's i bought it and then i hated it so whatever but like if people like it more power to you it's just to me like someone was like guys they didn't fix that the game's boring like it's it's a game for people who want to chill right it's like but it's not a game like you just fly around and get minerals to then sell to people but like what is the point there's no point to that game there's nothing to do there's no like real goal um and they were like and the problem is there cd project red's not going to fix cyberpunk it's not the same type of game like you can't fix the core issues of cyberpunk that's why they rushed it out they you know they they, they knew they knew they apologized in this shit but they knew like oh we can't make the game that we've been promising like yeah. What we have is never going to be what we promised. I mean, promised. I'm trying to think. They really can't. It's just because it's too much. The flaws are, it, like, in the core. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, it the problem like is... You, they would have to completely redesign, like, the AI completely. I, they would have to just start over, and it's That's just, what I mean. They'd have to just remake the game, like, from scratch. What a waste. Man. What a waste, dude. And imagine being the guy, the creator of Cyberpunk, after hyping the game, too. Like, being like, man, they really did. You know, they really did. Because I, I remember he was saying, like, these guys really love the world. And they really have, like, a love for the tabletop game and all this stuff. And then you fucking play it. And it's like, oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> Thanks, like, guys. That's my favorite. One of my favorite red letter media things, too, is, like, in the Star Wars when he goes, oh. <laughs> oh no <laughs> he does that a lot where he'll be like well actually my f- very favorite scene is i think from the revenge of the sith one where he's talking he flashes back to darth maul and he's like imagine if when darth maul opened the door to fight obi-wan and qui-gon instead the jedi council knowing that there was a sith lord somewhere like they were sending two dudes <laughs> to fight a sith lord there was just 40 jedi and so they show the scene where the doors open and he goes 
I'm a fucking badass. And then he goes, oh, oh, no. How do I how do I close this door? Is it this is it this button over here? And then like the doors, they just reverse it. It closes it again. But it's just so funny because like, yeah, there's I don't know, whatever. That's just that's what cyberpunk was like. Everyone's like, it's going to change. I stand with CD Projekt Red. It's going to change the world. And then the doors open and they went, oh, no. And it was the clarinet. <laughs> oh man god well news is done let me go over quiet place 2 real quick um yeah and i'll talk some resident evil and then we're done we're done um so kelsey and i went to the theater so i've seen two movies in the theater actually i didn't even talk about the other one i saw which what was it it was an action movie uh holy shit what did i see (laughs) I just, I so I just reinstated my AMC stubs, um, because like I love AMC stubs. If if you're a movie goer, right now maybe not be the time to do it, um, but once more and more movies start coming out, it's it's really worth it. Like you get three movies a week, free, and like just any movie. It's not like multiple. Re- you could rewatch a movie. Yeah, any movie you want. Oh, it was Wrath of Man that I saw. The new Guy Ritchie, uh, Jason Statham movie, the one where he's like, okay, his son gets that. killed. Yeah, that was actually really fun too, um, and it's right up Guy Ritchie's alley, which he's a very big like crime, you know, mob crime kind of guy. That he made Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, Layer Cake, Snatch, you know, and then he did a bunch of weird shit, and they're all kind of like not great. Um, but then he did, um, oh my god, what was the one last year? Something Gentleman, I can't remember. It was the one with. Um, Never mind. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Um, Hugh Grant was in that. Um, but Wrath of Man was good. But then uh, this weekend, I decided I wanted to see Quiet Place 2. And I wanted to go see it in the theater. And so I got Kelsey and I tickets. So the thing is, if I do Kelsey and I, I have to buy her ticket, right? Which is fine. But, you know, if I go, if we go, instead of paying 20 something dollars each time or, you know, $25 for two tickets, I just pay $8 for the one, right? Mm-hmm. So we went. There was three people in the movie theater other than us, which was nice. And uh, I got a free popcorn and a free large drink for my birthday, which was in February. But, you know, they give you 90 days, I think, to use your free gifts. And so and they're large. It wasn't like free small. It was free large popcorn. I was like, hell yeah. So I got that and I got a large drink and uh, we settled in and watched A Quiet Place 2. And I loved A Quiet Place. I thought it was great. Uh, Quiet Place 2 was also great. Uh, it it's it's weird because you know it, if you've seen the first one you kind of know like it it that movie could have been a single movie and it would be perfect right like there's not really a need for a quiet place to but they don't try to do anything crazy with the second movie it's not like you know where they're like now we have to change it up you know now the aliens can see but then this or there's another alien no no it's the same it's the same aliens. They're just trying to survive. And it picks up literally hours after the first movie. So, like, okay. the house is still on fire. Is that first fire. movie good? Should I oh, watch that? it's a banger, dude. That movie's great. Even if I kind of know what they look like already. and Yeah. What they There's are a... isn't the thing in that movie. Like, it's not, that's not like, oh, it hinges on. No, you see them pretty early on. Okay, so it's, it's the writing and it's the yeah. actual movie. Yeah, it's the writing and the directing and the acting and... And this, and it's, I mean, it's the Krasinski did that. Yeah, right? John Krasinski directed it. He did not write the first movie. He directed it, and it stars him and his wife 
and then hmm. you know two kids th- three kids and then a, you know whatever but one of them um, dies yeah one of them dies real quick um Nice. And then in this, it stars Emily Blunt, Chillian Murphy, and the same kids, right? Um, and so Chillian Murphy's awesome. He was um, Scarecrow in Batman Begins, and he's okay. was in Red Eye. He's been in Brown Bunny. He's been in a bunch. No, Brown Bunny was the other guy. Um, he's been in a bunch of shit. Um, he's a great actor. He was in uh, that. What's that show? Peaky Blinders. People love him in that. I, I've not watched it yet, but um, so Bloody in this, man really likes it. In this, they start off on day zero of the whole thing. So it starts off showing you kind of when the aliens happen, you know, and that's cool. And then it's to, it, it's a smart way to introduce Chillian Murphy's character. He's not a stranger to this family, but they don't they don't talk about him in the first movie. They don't like interact with him. So it's like a really good way to bridge that gap, right? Um, Sounds like he's the villain. He's not. He always plays a villain, and he's actually the hero in this. He's a hero. Oh. So the first movie was about parents trying to save their, you know, like protect their kids. This movie is about kids, like about the kids maturing into their own and kind of uh, finding their their place in the world, right? Which was cool. It's a really they're a really good duology. Like you can watch them back to back, and it's like really nice. And Emily Blunt is just so good. She's such a good actress. And I really loved her in Live, Die, Repeat, uh, Edge of Tomorrow or whatever. That was a cool movie. I didn't even finish it, but that was a cool movie. Dude, that movie's the shit. Um, And I love that it's based on the manga called All You Need Is Kill. (laughs) 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 Um, It's pretty stupid, Dave. It's such a stupid thing. (laughs) But I just (laughs) like it because, you know, I'm a weeb and I like, you know, Japanese shit. And I was just telling you before... This I've been watching a lot of anime again lately, and I really do just love because I always watch subs. I love when the Japanese voice actors speak English for only certain lines, right? And it's always like plus ultra or whatever. But it, like, uh, like I'm watching God of High School, and the one there's this one guy, and he's just like, "Okay, buddy." <laughs> it's like I just they love like it. saying "okay" a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a guy in Jujutsu Kaisen. He's this super buff dude who's like really strong and he's crazy and he asks everybody what's your what's your type of woman and like he's like i like a woman with a big ass <laughs> and so like if people are like i mean i don't really know he's like you're my enemy and i'm gonna kill you basically and so like the main character is like if, if i had to say it'd probably be a tall woman with a fat ass and he's like <laughs> you're my best friend and he like concocts this whole world where they went to middle school together and like he was in love with this girl and she rejected him and then they go get ramen together and, like he has this whole story and the was main she dude's tall and does she have a fat ass yeah and the main dude's oh, like sick the main dude he's like cr- he's literally staring at this guy crying remembering these fake memories and the main dude's like what <laughs> like he's like you're my best <laughs> friend and you're my brother and he's like what <laughs> So then that's pretty funny. Then they like they fight together and like this whole thing happens and they're like they're really good at fight cuz they're both like melee fighters, right? Like physical fighters and they're both really strong. So like they like combo together and he has this special ability where when he claps, he can switch places with either an enemy or a friend or whoever. Like he can switch physical locations. So they are like perfectly in tune with all that, right? And like they fight really good and so then in the heat of the moment they're like best friends and brothers and then afterwards like a week later, the other guy's like, brother! And he like, you know, like <laughs> jumps into the room and he's like, dude, I barely know you, man. Like, we're not best friends. Like, <laughs> I like you, but like, you know, whatever. It, it's good. That's 
Jujutsu Kaisen is really great. Um, but Quiet Place 2, also really great. I don't really want to spoil it. I want people to go see it. I want people to experience theater movies, you know, again. Like, get out oh, there. Yeah, man. Let's I'm, not... I'm excited to go back to the theater and see Conjuring. I'll go with you if you want. I could do a movie. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Or not. <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> um, I don't really care about the Conjuring movies. I, I liked one. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm just, yeah, dude. I'm just thinking, I don't, I, yeah. That's all I'll tell you later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I never mind. I know what you're saying. I didn't even think oh, about it. My bad. Gosh. Okay, good. <laughs> it was yeah. like I just asked a girl out and she's like, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'd i love to, but, uh, you know, my dad is his foot. <laughs> He just kept saying, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're good, we're good. Go ahead. We'll go, we'll go see it this week. We'll see a movie together at some point. Whatever. Um, go see it. Quiet Place 2. I really enjoyed it. Uh, John Krasinski wrote and directed this one. And really, I mean, he's on a level. There, there's one thing that happens. Uh, sorry about the pop there. I was clearing my... Didn't hear whatever. it. You're good. It's loud on the thing. Um. There's one moment where someone does some really dumb, like, very horror movie, you know, like, why would you do that? Like, kid goes like, I'm alone with the one baby, and if it cries, there's fucking monsters everywhere. Let me just put this baby in the soundproof box where we're like, they, they make this box, because so they have a baby in the first movie. She's pregnant. That's, like, part of the, you see it in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but they create this soundproof baby box that they can like put it in and they give him an oxygen <laughs> they, they give the baby an oxygen mask so that it's it doesn't die but so that if it starts crying and they're in a spot where they have to silence it you know they put it in there put the mask on and then whatever so the kid's like i'm alone let me just go up to the roof where i absolutely know that these monsters have been and then like obviously gets scared makes a noise and then has to like hide in this like thing that's running out of oxygen with this baby it's like you can just see it coming, and that's like the one moment that I was like, "Ugh!" But it's like a eleven or twelve year old kid. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. you can't expect them to make good decisions, right? So like, it is forgivable. It's not like a grown man like, "Oh, what was that noise? Let me yell to it." In the world where if I yell, things monsters kill me. You know, like it's okay. But so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say just like a. Hmm. I really enjoyed it, but it didn't feel necessary. Like, I hate to say that, but it didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I would rather Krasinski have written and directed another horror movie. Like, Ari Aster did not make Hereditary 2, you know? He did something else. You know what I mean? Helmet or whatever? No, he did um, Midsommar. And then now he's doing... Oh, yeah. No, Green Knight. Green Knight is another guy whose name I can't remember. But Um, it has the kid from... No, that is the kid from Life of Pi, and uh, that's who that is. Okay. And uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Um, that guy's awesome, dude. Green Knight's gonna be fucking awesome. I hope so. It looks cool. It looks like fucking Dark Souls. When well, the story fucking... of the Green Knight is super cool, like so, it's a thing. Yeah, that's a legend. Uh, uh, and I think it's Arthurian. It's one of like the Arthurian knights, but I, I might be wrong. But there's a legend of the Green Knight where this dude comes and challenges someone to fight him and the the green knight kills him and cuts his head off and the guy's like all right cool i'm gonna come back in a year (laughs) and you gotta fucking kill me again like 
you know, like whatever. There's like a whole challenge. It's like a whole thing, and it it's fucking cool. Um, Quiet Place Two. I'm gonna give it a nine out of t- eight and a half out of ten. I really liked it. Fucking strong score, dude. It's great. I mean, it's great in every way. Technically, that is a pretty perfect movie. Like, it really does deserve like a nine or a ten out of ten. I just say an eight and a half because I do have the one regret of like I I, I'm gonna say a nine because I think technically on every level, on every level, I think it's really well done. All of the acting is good. All of it. Uh, Like, I just finished Mayor of Easttown on. HBO, fucking great! Like you watch mad movies, dude. No, no, that's a show. Kate Winslet uh, plays a detective, and that's the one where they all have the Philly accents. They're all from fucking Pennsylvania, so she'll be like, "Owen, I don't know," you know, like the. the <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I do not like current SNL at all. I think Kate McKinnon Nobody is. Does. I think Kate McKinnon <laughs> is very funny. Like I think she's the current Will Ferrell. I and I'm a humongous snl will ferrell fan i think everything he did was really funny because mm-hmm. it's just my type of humor you know i think kate mckinnon's the current will ferrell there's not a lot of good going on in current snl but they did a mayor of east town spoof that's so funny and it's just about the accents and like kate mckinnon plays the detective and she, she's like i don't know who killed your daughter owen <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and then <laughs> they're like looking at the corpse and she goes Hey, would you two stop eating Wawa hoagies over my body? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just two two detectives eating hoagies, and they're like, "Sorry, Mayor." <laughs> uh, it's funny, but um, yeah. So that show was really, really well acted. Evan Peters is in it. Um, Kate Winslet. Oh my God, what's the guy that was in? Uh, oh my God, he was in. What's that movie about? Um, cannibalism do you remember um oh green 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 inferno no 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 no. way older than that the one that's like cannibal holocaust no the main like a real movie but it was like about a guy about a guy eating people and gaining power and like getting stronger ravenous um the main character of that and the dude he was extremis in uh iron man 3 he was the bad guy in iron man 3 i forget that actor's name Okay. Not Mandarin. Remember the guy that was like the rich businessman who like used extremists and became like hot and was like wooing Gwen yeah, uh, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yes, he's in Mayor of Easttown, and the mom of Mayor in Mayor of Easttown is a famous actress. Very I can good at her good name too. Knowledge. Yeah. Um. Really, really good. Mayor of Easttown is great, and it throws you for a fucking loop every episode. But there is one scene that the they have like this coroner talking about the main girl who dies you know that like the main victim of the show and she's one of the worst actors i've ever seen in my life like like film school i just picked up like a student out of the common area level of acting she's like her fingernails had dirt underneath of them she was (laughs) killed between 1 a.m and 2 a.m or you know like that and i was like of all the things did no one during this really expertly acted, directed, scripted show, did no one look at the dailies and go like, "Oh fuck, we gotta get like, can anyone else put scrubs on real quick and like just go read these fucking lines?" Because that was terrible. Um, but so on, what I was saying on that is, Quiet Place Two was that, but without that one person, like everybody's good in this movie. Um, yeah. It's just I really did feel like the story doesn't necessarily come too much other than like 
you get this beautiful moment of like these these kids like coming into their own right and like becoming trustworthy people in the in the apocalypse right and like you know there is like the you know the the girl the one the the deaf girl has some bigger purpose in terms of she recognizes some things and whatever so i, w- I don't want to spoil anything for you but i will give it a nine out of ten it, if if it, if i felt like it was more impactful it probably would have hit a 10 out of 10 because it's i mean it is pretty goddamn great um but yeah also nice. I, I mean, just, they look great, and I'm, I mean, I don't know shit about Krasinski other than um, Jim Pam, but um, he's, he's very handsome. He's awesome. Uh, also, because I watched this and like I was in a horror mood, I started just watching YouTube videos of like all the best, like the scary parts of Hereditary, and God damn it, that movie's so good. Yeah, it, that movie's pretty dope, dude. It really I mean, is my favorite. I'm, horror movie of the last decade for sure really that and get out are probably tied really mm-hmm. i mean hereditary but was and i don't i get out I, is more of a suspense movie to me it's more like body horror-y uh, but not even really like true body horror it's more like psychological horror to me right like it's like yeah. the idea of being removed you know not being in control of your body your personality being pushed aside you know to like allow for someone else to take over is terrifying but it wasn't a horror movie per se um i i would still qualify it as a horror movie it's just not like ghosts or fucking you know whatever brah hereditary is one of the it's one of my favorite movies probably ever actually hereditary is very good i do like it a lot um i don't know i do like it a lot i don't know what else to say it's just I guess I've just seen so much horror, but so have you. I mean, I think it was really good, and I think that the really great parts are really great. And I, I, because even the occult parts are really well done. Because even like, like I have like occult, occulty witchy friends, like legit like occultist friends, and like even like they like it and stuff. And I don't know. I I don't know what. I think I like it a lot. But it gets like like you give it a lot of praise. Like Hereditary gets massive amounts of praise. Well, think of it too as a fucking director's first feature. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's incredible. And then that's Tony amazing. Collette gives a fucking performance that like she can retire. That's like her like Ledger Heath Ledger Joker, right? Like a performance that's like, that's her, like holy uh, fuck. Lady in the Shining. Yeah, yeah, Shelley Duvall. Yeah, Shelley Duvall. And Tony yeah, Collette, I, mean, I forgot. I know, I know it sounds like I'm being like, I don't know, it's not that good. No, no, no. no. I think and it's great. It's this just is, like. I'll say this. This is the beauty of horror as a genre is like it spans so many styles and types that like mm-hmm. what is great and scary to me, you can recognize as great and scary, but may not be, a, a, it, might, it may not hit you because we all have visceral things that internally are scary to us, right? Like things that yeah. when you think about that thing or see it, it scares you, right? So where you might be like clowns, fuck clowns, and then it is really yeah. scared to you. I I'm mean, like, it's well, goofy, you know, it, whatever. It is It is scary. It is, it is a scary movie. But I mean, when it comes to fear, like not to be that guy, but like nothing really scares me. What scares me is like inconsequential violence scares me. People with no conscience. Yeah, yeah. Like basically somebody like... I had a really terrifying nightmare once and it was just somebody knocked on my door 
and I opened the door and there was these two dudes at my door. And when I opened the door, he put his hand on the door and he went, oh, man, you really shouldn't have opened the door. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. Well, it's like um, The Strangers. Did you did that movie? Yes, it's like yeah. that. Like, like, why us? Because you were home. Yeah. If like you want to fuck that, your brain up, watch Funny what? Games. You ever seen Scared. that? So what? Funny Games. You ever seen that one? I hated How it. How old but, is that? Um, that's so old, right? There's one from the 90s, the original, which was an Australian film that's like nuts. And then they remade it with Naomi Watts and the guy you who... might have seen it. The guy who plays... He's really handsome. Blue eyes, blonde hair. Uh, he was in Hannibal. Did you watch Hannibal, the show? Mm-mm. Okay. No. He's Mason Verdry. Should have taken the chocolate, Marco. Uh, but it is it is the most, like, why? You know, like, just it's just two rich kids that kill a family for no reason. Like, Yeah, that's what... Well, that's that, what I'm that feels real because people, like, serial killers kill people they do not know strictly because they have brown hair. Or, you know, like, they have shoulder-length brown hair parted in the middle in, in terms of, like, Ted Bundy, right? Like yeah, you could be a victim. Stuff on that, like stuff like that recently, where it's just like people who just oh, I chose my victims at random. It's yeah, like, really? Like yeah, I noticed somebody was working at a coffee shop by themselves, so I went in there and I fucking pulled pulled the gun out and kidnapped them and then ki- killed them for two weeks and then why though? I don't know. I also went to Nevada and did it three more times. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've been killing people for 12 years, and you guys just caught me now because I fucked up and used a debit card, but I've kind of just been murdering people randomly. Well, look at Mindhunter, and you see, uh, man, what's the big tall guy's name? Um, Richard Kemper? No, Ed Kemper. Yeah, Kemper. Ed Kemper, where he's like, yeah, I've been thinking about it forever, and then my mom pissed me off, so I cut her head off, and I fucked her throat. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, with the, the horror stuff, yeah, like, I mean... And I think her- hereditary is what I would recommend to somebody for like a pretty fucking classy, well done like horror film. Yeah, it's definitely like art horror, right? Yeah, like, but it's like art horror. Yeah. But with also like the thing that is so good and so entran- entrancing about hereditary is that it's really just a family drama that has Satan, you know, like devil worship and occultist ghosts and all kinds of shit in it. But like the real root of it is a family drama and we all have drama with our families, you know, some worse than others. But like the, and if you, if you watch some breakdowns of like all of the hints and weird shit that you miss in that movie, it's pretty cool. Like I've watched them. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of it is directly attributed to real lore of payment. Like, like the, the, the part it's done very, that stuff's done very well. It's just not over your head. So a lot of people didn't love it. Like a lot of horror, like people who don't love horror, right? Like that uh, aren't. Good way to put it. That might be it. It's not over my head. So I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm watching like, God, this is going to be so fucking, uh, fucking pretentious of me. Like normies, not even saying you, like like people who are like, wow, I can't believe it. I've never seen anything like that. And I'm like, really? Do you watch horror at all? Because there is yeah. some fucking pretty fucking crazy, authentic like you know horror out there well, and, and in in hereditary there isn't really a lot going and what i'm saying is it's not beating you over the head with horror it's not over the top it's like it's literally like 
some scary shit here and there. A couple of you know, there's a jump with the head, obviously, in the in where with the ants all over it, and like there's a horrific shit going on. There's a lot of creepy shit, but yeah. some people go to horror movies because they want jump scares and they want every mm-hmm. minute for like boom, bang, you know, like all that dumb shit yeah. that we all roll our eyes at. But people like that because that's their experience. That's what scares yeah. them, right? Or hereditary was a slow burn it's into a, a napalm, dude. Bomb. When she cuts her own fucking yeah, dude, head off, that's probably one of the most. That's probably one of the most memorable horror, like, like kind of like what would you call that? Just a shot. Yeah, like just a. Uh, yeah, that's I probably one of the most memorable horror shots in the last decade or more. Dude, and not only that, she's staring at her son, <laughs> like in his eyeballs, not blinking, cutting her own head off. The the part before that where she's flying and stuck to the roof. Banging her mm-hmm. face on the attic trap door is insane. Yeah, and what the crazy part is too is because we've seen shit like that, even in like God, remember the movie Legion? Yeah. Right? So it's not like we've never seen somebody crawling on a roof, but if you take that pacing and that speed with the rest of the fucking movie. Dude. Like, dude, what, what is it? Isn't there like an eight minute scene of just two women in like a Walmart yeah. grocery store in parking lot? In like a lot? Michael's. Yeah, like a Michael's like parking a- lot. Yeah, they're looking at fucking Michael's parking lot, and they're just, like, chatting, and it's like, that's the pace of the movie. It's kind of, like, slow, and it's kind of just, like, chill. And then it's 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 such a crazy, like, I don't want to use the word dichotomy because that's pretentious. But, like, yeah, to look at, like, the way the movie mostly has a speed like that and kind of a, 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 a like, a tempo you know it, like that. Well, you know what and it reminds me of? that last seven minutes is so crazy. It reminds me of The Exorcist in a lot of ways where there's this – there's this slow burn, right? Like of mm-hmm. building to this crescendo, and the crescendo's fucking crazy. Like then it goes wild. It Same goes thing with the wild. like I brought up last time, Poltergeist. Oh, dude! First forty minutes of Poltergeist is incredible. Dude, then it gets wacky. still great, still great. And even the wacky stuff, like if you take it for what it is, it's pretty goddamn phenomenal for what they did in the eighties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that shit scared the piss out of me. Oh yeah. And yeah. Anyways, so. Hereditary is like my favorite my favorite horror movie of the last long time and one of my favorite movies. But it's one of those movies I only needed to watch once. Like and Same I say here, that yeah. every time. Like I will watch clips of it, but it's it's a feel bad movie. <laughs> it's like Requiem. Like I never have to watch that oh again. Oh god, I bawled at Requiem for a dream, dude. I never have to watch. It's like I didn't even cry. I was just like traumatized. I was just like, Jesus. I never thought I'd turn out like any of them because it's like extreme. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I was young. I would never know that I'd become an addict in myself. But luckily, like, I've never been like that kind of addict. And Yeah, I'm you're not, not stealing like, from your mom and like fucking, you know. I don't know. I think I might have stole like 50 cents for like a blunt rat back in oh, the well, day. But like, I'm not. I'm no, not, you're like, not like. Fucking, you're not, not stealing not her shooting, rent money, you know, yeah, like. I'm not sh- shooting up crack, you know. And, yeah. um. You're not doing also, ass also, I'm to like, ass. I'm a teenager. Yeah, I'm not doing ass to ass to get a fucking to get a sip of a wine. Have you ever seen the the <laughs> ten hour YouTube video of just that fat guy yelling ass, ass to ass. ass? It's just ass, ass to ass, ass to ass. <laughs> God, never God. that. Hey, you guys want to get together and get boners? <laughs> I have lived it once. As a, you, you as a you and a bunch of dude got hookers to watch them fuck each other. No, my buddy was a drug dealer, <laughs> and he <laughs> sold drugs to some ladies, and they just started 
having sex with each other. We were all just there. And then, you know, that turned into other people having sex. And I was just in this room and I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to go out in the living room and watch Jackie Chan. <laughs> and this other guy, Tony, that's like, was like me, was like, yeah, I'm going to come with you. And we just went like, because it started being weird, you know, like, yeah. it was cool seeing naked people. And then also allegedly, allegedly, we don't know. If yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is a comedy podcast, folks. Yeah. It's a kind of, it's all jokes, but I will never forget like th- this, this girl allegedly after <laughs> all this stuff tried to make out with me like oh, after all this. And I was like, bruh. She like I literally palmed her forehead allegedly, <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, man, we can we can just hug. Like you're good. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're sweet. We could still hug." Yeah, I was like, "Cause like they were friend, like they were people we knew. You know what I mean? It was like a friend, oh, okay. a friend, and her friend, and then it was just back in your ragey days, and it was like a proper like a raging like a rage like a little rage party. No, yeah, what's funny is, is I was freaking out because I had a date. <laughs> I was supposed to meet this girl that I was like talking to. Who was way out of my league, by the way. She was this dude's girlfriend. They broke up, and she was flirting with me. And so, and I liked this guy who's a good friend of mine. Not good, like he was a friend of mine. And so I went to him and I'm like, hey, man, like I know you guys just broke up. She's like really wanting to hang out, but I like you. Like I respect you as a person. Would it be cool? Like, could we still be cool? Or, you know, because I'm not going to do it if it's going to fuck our friendship up. He was like, no, man. Like, we're good. Like, you're good. So we started hanging out. And I was just like, all the time, like, why me (laughs) like i've seen him (laughs) he like plays sports and whatever and so i was like freaking out about like i told her i'd be at the i'd meet her at the beach or whatever and like now we're never gonna get there and he my friend was like shut the fuck up (laughs) shit's about to go down like don't you see (laughs) it was it was well and then shit went down and i was like this is very awkward i'm just gonna leave now (laughs) and we watched project eight no project a remember that jackie chan movie yeah i have it yeah dvd we watched that and it was so weird and then this dude's mom came home and was like what's going on and we're like jackie chan (laughs) (laughs) and these guys are gang banging some drugged up chicks in the next room it was very weird uh it was it it was uh it was a time it was a time hence why i'm a straight edge warrior dude those times were you know, I was always in a haze and a lot of weird shit went down, you know? So, yeah. Don't do drugs, kids, people, adults, humans. <laughs> mm, there's some of them that are okay. Uh, I'm not here for any of them. Even the ones that are like cool, like weed, I don't like them. And and not like I don't judge other people. I did them and I was like, I don't like this feeling. Like, yeah. Well, I, weed and, for me doesn't really do anything. I mean, I do, I, I smoke it. But I just it doesn't really do much. Probably because the alcohol overtakes everything. I smoked myself stupid. The only time I ever really smoked, I was like drooling, <laughs> like I was like I can't fucking think. So yeah, if you if you don't have the tolerance for things and you in, in, indulge in them, then it gets pretty silly. Yeah, it gets pretty dumb. But but it's true. the the better The better thing would be to just stay away from substances unless you um, are completely aware and sure that you can handle them and you have and you're healthy and shit. But or, it's just better. It's just better not to. Or be me. You know, be be me and my sister. Like try everything, party a little bit, and when you start feeling like, oh, I like this too much, just stop. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it anymore before it gets real. Yeah, the hooks get real. To, I was talking to a friend recently, and they they were like, they brought up like booze, and they're like, oh yeah, I don't drink. And I'm like, oh why? Like anything? Like you have a problem or something? And they were like, no, it's just like I've seen a couple people in my family have a problem with it, so I figure like I should probably not, because if the small chance that I 
do enjoy it, there's also a small chance that I'll enjoy it too much. And like, I'd rather just avoid a problem. So I'd rather not. And I was like, huh, it's pretty like smart of you to look ahead and be yeah. like, you know what? Let me just, let me just not. It's like, a, it's like a, it's not a meme. Cause it's somebody making fun of a post. It's like these two daughters are like, our father died of kidney failure this year. So in his honor, we donated our, one of our kidneys each. And somebody was like, so kidney failure runs in your family yeah. and you decide to get rid of one of your kidneys. Yeah. Like that's not smart. That's, like, that's no, the opposite. That's real dumb. Um, that's like saying my dad died of alcoholism. So let's all have a drink in his honor. That's like, uh, so I lost an uncle yesterday. In fact, this is the second, oh, uncle shit, the, last the second one. one this year, man. Yeah. And this uncle I was pretty sad about. Cause like I was kind of scared of him for a long time as a kid. Cause his house was really dark and it creeped me out. Uh, and I hated, my aunt who was married to him i hated her and she died a while ago um i didn't hate her like i hate her like i was terrified of her she was super mean and like just i she scared me um but this uncle was like eventually like the only one who would interact with me and like you know he like showed me attention and like would ask me to draw for him and he'd always be really cool about it like he was very supportive he would buy me like a sketch pad when we would come over and be like draw my horse over there like he had the statues like will you draw me a horse and like i did it was terrible you know and he's like this is amazing you know he made me feel like someone actually saw me you know and that 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 really like i wasn't because i don't have like strong family connections i wasn't like you know crying or like really really sad but it it affected me yesterday i tried to leave work a little early because i was like just staring at my screen i couldn't focus you know Mm -hmm. and then i did and then I heard my Zoom going off, so I just got back on. <laughs> I heard someone chatting me a million times, and I was like, fuck. So I just came back. But um, No bummer. I hear that. Drew McIntyre I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. I don't even know where why I mentioned it, but... Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, like, all of my dad's side of the family smoke cigarettes. And I'm like, my dad died of lung cancer. Their mom died of lung cancer or of cancer that, you know, st- stemmed from drinking and, and, and smoking. And like our grandpa on that side died of cancer that, you know, started in his lung and went somewhere else. I'm like, you guys, <laughs> like, you've seen it. You know what I mean? Like, we all know in the abstract, right? Like, oh no, this, this leads to this, right? But when you've seen it, it's like hard to understand to me. I'm like, but why? Like I know you smoke. Um, we talk about, but you know what I mean. So like, like, so why do we continue to, to do what we know is literally killing us? Yes, but like you know it again in the abstract, right? Because you've not had anyone directly. Like, if your, if your parent died of lung cancer, do you think you'd still smoke? Yeah. Oof. My father has emphysema. Oof. And that's probably gonna kill him. He's still, like, functional. He's, he's fine. Like, you know, he went on the treatments when it started. So, like, <clears throat> you can get emphysema and not automatically just go into, like, the, you know. Yeah, you, yeah. You, but you live, but you're taking medication, and it's bad. So, also, I don't know, man. It's like we're us jungle rats, bro. Like, our genetics just, like, deal with this shit. Knock on wood, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I look at like freaking, especially like Eastern Europe, not even Eastern Europe. Sometimes I go like, like some like pasty white girl, like girls, like, they'll be like, I mean, if I eat a blueberry, I'll die. And like, <laughs> but then again, there's like uh, people who like, you know, 
My grandfather drank a bottle of whiskey and smoked 10 cigars a day for his whole life and lived to be 110. I don't know. Like, that's always a gamble. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I've seen it. I mean, it's I've depression. It it's, 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 I mean, it's addiction. And in my case, I don't know, man, because I'm playing a dangerous game because I'm playing this game of, yeah, whatever, I'll deal with it when I get there. But you getting there, bro. Like, I know. I'm in, pain all the, I'm in pain all the time. And I've been actually really bummed out the last couple times I go to the doctor. And they're like, well, your blood work's fine. I mean, you got to work on this and that. But, like, you're okay. You just need to – like, you, you should probably stop because you're not going to be able to live like this for another 10 years. But – to be honest, got to tell you, your organs are working fine, and you're fine. But when this kind of shit hits, it, yeah, it's, it's a snowball. It, it, it's like immediate. It, it snowballs Im- exactly immediately. That's why you see people that go, "I had no idea I was diagnosed with cancer." Then you see them three months later, and they're eighty pounds lighter. Because well, as soon as it fucking hits you, you're fucked. Um, I don't know, man. I'm still. I don't know. I mean, at one point, we. I guess we're kind of like valuing the haze more than but what I don't is know. cigarettes dude it. it's fucking whack like you're there's no like you're not getting high you're just inhaling smoke into your lungs and destroying them oh like cigarettes um yeah well that's okay so so not not talking alcohol alcohol is different because it affects your mood and everything cigarettes that's an obsessive compulsive thing i think dude it's it's it's, it's a it's a it's kind of like um we don't know what to do with our fucking hands. I'm going to do it. I don't really feel an addiction to nicotine. I'm sure I have it, obviously. But I don't know. Look, I didn't smoke a cigarette at all yesterday, but that's because the day before I drank so heavily that I didn't sleep. So, like, that's the only time I don't drink is when I drink too heavily the day before that I cannot physically drink the next day, which usually means I don't even smoke or drink or anything. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I, mean, I have literal no, like... I just see cigarettes and I'm like, you don't make no sense to me. And anybody who does it, I'm like, I don't get it. There's no fucking reason. I've smoked cigarettes before and it was trash. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. There kind of really isn't a reason. You smell I mean, bad. Is, your stupid. fucking fingers turn weird colors. Your lips get all fucked up. Your teeth turn yellow. It's like. My fingers are pretty nice and my lips are okay. Yeah. My teeth are fucked up, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit doesn't. Like, there's no benefit. Nobody's no, like. There's no benefit. Nobody's like. Damn, I want to fuck that guy. He smells like fucking no, cigarettes. Only freaking like you know, seventeen-year-olds who think the the cool twenty-one-year-old with the leather jacket at the skating rink, like you know, like grease. Yeah, dude. The bad boy smokes I cigarettes. I would absolutely like if I knew someone. I met a girl right, and I was like, oh my god, she's perfect in every way. And then she lit a cigarette. I'd be like, oh well, deuces. <laughs> like I'd be like, oh, there's that. That's it. That's that. Goodbye. I will not like. It is the ultimate turnoff to me. Obviously, I have a closer connection to it. You know what I mean? So I recognize that. It's not like I'm here like everyone should be like that. But it's also just it smells bad. It fucking stinks. Like when I smell someone smoking near me, it, it's like I can't catch my breath. Like it's hard to breathe around that shit. And then I'm like, you literally half of your breaths right now are just smoke. Like We're not supposed to breathe in smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, dude. Trust me, man. I know. I've, I know. It's been half my life. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. But yeah, I find it weird because on my <sighs> side, like on that, my dad's side, they're all cancer and they all smoked and drank. Uh, so that's what happened to your uncle? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he had some kind of brain tumor. Uh, I, so I'm, 
I'm not close. No, no, you, no, no, you don't have to go into that. I'm not dude. close with no. any of my family, so I have literal no idea. I asked my sister, obviously, and she said I think he had a brain tumor. But we don't really talk. Like that grandma on that side is my last grandparent, and she's gonna probably kick it here <laughs> in the not too distant future. Can we kick it? Yes, we can. <laughs> uh, I haven't talked to her in 15 years, probably. Oh, um, but. I'm. <laughs> I probably should say this. I'm an asshole. Uh, Don't. Well, I'm gonna go to her funeral strictly because I can't wait to motherfuck all my cousins. <laughs> They're gonna, gonna motherfuck. You're gonna fuck your cousins? No, I'm gonna fucking let them know what's up. Oh, okay. It's the only yeah. way I'll see them. Like, I, otherwise, I don't care. But I'm ready because they'd be talking fuck all it. this shit. I wish. I wish they would. Fuck it, do it, baby. Get my out one, the fuck out of here. You're dude, doing awesome, dude. You're my probably one fucking cousin. living way better life than any of them. So on that side, there's one cousin. There's two cousins that I'm like cool with, um, and th- th- that's their dad. So yeah, I'm sad about that, obviously. And I don't want my grandma to die. Like, and I'm not saying I'm not only going to go to her funeral for that, but like that's part of what I'm like. <laughs> I'm going to get him. But um, one of my cousins on that side called my sister and was talking about what a piece of shit she was because she didn't talk to my grandma either. Because there's all this shit right mm-hmm. and he was like and aaron don't get me started on him let you know blah blah and start and she's like how about this he's like i need his number give me his phone number and she goes i'll give you his number but only if you'll call him with me on three-way <laughs> she's like because fyi that's not gonna go the way you want it to go and i'm trying to hear that yeah shit. she's like he's gonna <laughs> fuck you up especially because he could beat this shit i mean he's like six five like He's like super tall, always been like physically fit. Like he could beat me up, but he's dumb as a box of fucking rocks. So like he would not, it would not go the way he wanted. I would talk him in circles and fucking, you know, make him, make him feel real dumb. And so then she called me and was like, I gave him your number. If he calls you, you have to call me in. And I was like, I hope he does. I'm like fucking ready, but he never did. And then I found out he got divorced, and we laughed, laughed, laughed. Recently, my sister called me and was like, guess who got divorced? And we were like, ah! <laughs> and I was like, are we bad people? That's pretty mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah but he's was, an asshole. Fuck no, him. him and his wife used to talk about everybody like they were like the the you know the the best couple and like like the best uh, grandkids and just like all this stuff. Bro, he was talking shit to my sister about, you know, like we're bad grandkids because we don't see her. He fucking moved her to Texas, my grandma, to live with them in Texas, and then got annoyed of her and was like, you should go visit uh, your brother in South Florida, like my great uncle. And she was like, yeah, you know, I'd love to see him. And then abandoned Bruh, her? He shipped her stuff oh back my God. down here. <laughs> that's super, that's brutal. It's one of the funniest fucking things. I'm like, <laughs> how, de- like literally three months after he called my sister and told her what a piece of shit we all were. He fucking shipped her back here and then, like, sent her back under the guise of, like, go go see Jack, you know, Uncle Jack, uh, you know, on vacation, and then mailed all her shit here. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, my family, my family fucking sucks. But, um, anyways, you were going to review one more thing and we were going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think in my head how to go about this by being spoiler free. So, what's up, my nerds? We're going to talk about Resident Evil 8. Oh, I do Next. know the big, like, thing at the end. Uh, which okay. which we'll makes a it. sense, you know, like it, it helps to make sense of some of the stuff in the story, right? Like, there's even another bigger thing that you may not know about the end, but so yes, folks, at the end there are things. 
Um, so here's the deal. Resident Evil 8. So, all right. So for the next, it's next two and a half hours, we're going to talk about Resident Evil 8. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm just going to do a little quick, oh, kind of a spoiler-free impressions. I did beat the game. And then depending on scheduling uh, next week, by the way, bustling with hours i i'm off all week next week i only work the weekend so i'm off monday through friday so your boy's gonna be streaming and playing mad games we're gonna beat miles morales next week and we're gonna play some demon souls so um resident evil 8 impressions and spoiler free review without i'm not reviewing the whole fucking shit possibly if we can figure it out um we may have seth on next week to talk resident evil 8 spoiler review Knowing Seth, it's going to be an 18-hour episode chronicling um, every Resident Evil game and um, every enemy character's history and backlog and the location of every bullet and um, <laughs> weapon of all games. And we just hate because we hate them because we ain't them. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> exactly. shit. We're like, I think Resident Evil's about zombies, but I can't remember. <laughs> so Resident Evil Spoilers, came it's out. not about zombies anymore. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not. Uh, so 8 came out. Uh, I will say this, if you have the expendable cash to buy a game and enjoy it for 15, 20 hours, go ahead. It's a lot of fun. I liked it. Uh, it's a very fun ride. It is on the normal difficulty, pretty not impossible. I'm, I'm just going to say it's it's actually a fairly easy game on the normal difficulty. What a lot of reviewers have been saying is that normal is way too easy. And then the next level up, hard because there's there's easy normal hard and then, and then village like of very shadow, hard I think right which is, is called it? village of mm-hmm. shadows so there's easy normal hard and very hard of course Seth started his first playthrough on very hard he he started his playthrough on i stand with sex <laughs> <laughs> yeah you even have to pay for it cuz you don't get that difficulty till you beat it but if you pay for the trauma pack dlc you unlock the hardest difficulty at first and um our boy started there but um, I'll let him tell his own story next time. But so I played it on normal. I do, I was able to beat it. Uh, people say it's about an 11, 10, 11 hour game. My clocked, I clocked in. How many hours do you think I, I took? Twenty two. Almost nineteen forty something. About twenty. Yeah, but you, you know like how to, I do. You like to go around and you like yeah, to kill. Yeah, I like to double my shit. I like to like double my playtime. So instead of ten, eleven hours, I did it in about nineteen, twenty hours. Um. I also got a lot of the secrets and stuff and spent a lot of time and I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm trying to think it how to say things without It doesn't seem hard. It seems annoying. And and I, I mean that in a way that's not like, because I didn't like 7 for the same reason. Because it seems like instead of like skill, it's just timing the like, or like every boss fight is like a gimmick, right? It's like a, you just have to slowly jog a certain distance and then shoot this thing or like I don't know. It seems like they're I'll almost say two like two boss fights. Two of the boss fights were gimmicks, and then the other ones were just like maybe three of the boss fights were gimmicks, and then the other two or three were um, just like fights, monster fights. I definitely will say that if you put it up to, if you're a comparable gamer and you're very good at video games, play it on hard first. Um, I I I thought that playing it on normal was perfect. 
Yeah. I, I don't need that difficulty. I want to play a fun, spooky game where I'm the hero and I'm going to blow the fucking werewolf's head off. Well, and in this game, th- this and Seven were very story heavy. They're not like a survival horror as much as they are like a horror movie, right? Like they're like a interactive horror scenario. And it, it, it's a game. I'm not saying they're like press This X one is here. very video gamey. Yeah. Seven I didn't play, but from what I've spoken to with people that I haven't and watched, uh, Seven is a lot – one, more difficult, and two, way more – there's more going on. So Seven is more of that in-depth survival horror mm-hmm. And Seven thing. is more Resident Evil 1, right? Like it's like find this key, mix with this to open this door over here in a fucking There's that redneck. in here too. Yeah, yeah, but – you know the weird thing about seven is like it's like that Resident Evil one where like why is this mansion built this way right? This is like a fucking swamp redneck house and like they have all these intricate fucking keys and locks. I'm like, but why though? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I don't know much about seven, so I can't speak much on it. But it has a big deal with this game. Apparently, with apparently this is the second game in a trilogy. It's seven, eight, and then nine. So whatever the next game is, it's going to complete this little trilogy. Because these games do, it's not Wesker, it's not Umbrella, even though it kind of is, it's not. What's cool is, man, I, I really don't want to spoil till next week because I want people to have time to play it. It does eventually tie into Umbrella and the Resident Evil stuff. And it's not, I don't think it's cheap. I think it's actually pretty cool. Um, if you don't care, I'll tell you off camera afterwards. Yeah, I'll definitely ask you mic. afterwards. I want to hear the um, It's just really simple. It's it's actually it's crazy how simple it is. And it's really neat. And it, it's really starting to tie together the entire franchise. So it's kind of cool. Other than that, besides that, what's cool about this game is you can look at this game. You, could, you don't even have to play 7. You don't got to know shit. So this game is kind of like an anthology. It's just like a little horror anthology. So I will do a little spoilers by saying there's four main bosses or four main lords, like a la Dark, Sword, Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like there Lord are four Souls. main lords you have to defeat. And once you defeat them, you will defeat. And when you, you defeat Yom, he will yes. give you the sword that will give you the thing. <laughs> exactly. Like defeat these four kind of bo- bosses that inhabit these little bio these little worlds in this village area and then at the end it'll culminate in most likely a altercation with whatever the big bad is of this um circumstance or this this fucking plight this time and so i will spoil the first few lady Demetres, the tall vampire thick lady that segment fucking awesome that's the very beginning of the game <clears throat> Lady Demetress and her three daughters. I mean, I guess light spoilers, but I'm not going to spoil story. But I'm going to tell you like that you kill these. You kill. I mean, she's a boss. You're going to kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've you, seen. You, she... You're in a castle and yeah. you deal with her and her daughters. It's cool They're... how they d- d- talk about why they drink blood and what they are because they're vampires, but they're not vampires. Like. Yeah, it's like they're it's stopping weird. the There's... change within them. Like something with the similar to the T virus is going on. Like, but to tamper well, that, I don't know. Kind of because the Lady Demetress. Yeah, you know what? I actually let me shut up because yeah, cause that goes into spoilers as to why there are four bosses. There's four lords. There's Lady Demetress, the tall vampire lady. There's a there's a puppet lady, a fish man. 
and then there's a guy who controls metal. There's fucking Magneto. Um, Who's the werewolf, though? There is none. There's just werewolves. Um, very Bloodborne, I will say this. The werewolves are a side effect of the experiments. When they're okay. trying to experiment on people to... Very so obviously it's Resident Evil, so it eventually <laughs> boils down to... Good? I said very Bloodborne. Holy shit. Yeah, like what it is is eventually like... Uh, I don't know, someone in the story somewhere within the is like trying to figure out a way to either I'll just throw some simple things out. Like people are always either when they're experimenting on humans, they're either trying to find eternal life or find out healing or bring someone back from the dead or find out how to make stronger people. So the result of ex- experimenting on humans, when the experiments go wrong, they turn into werewolves. That's straight up stolen out of Bloodborne. Yeah, that's the fucking what's the church? So, the, uh, um, the healing church, I think it was. The called. healing church of it's not Yarnum. No, it's um, Yor Yorska. Yosefka. Y- 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 uh, no, Yosefka's in the church. Oh my god, Yorkshire pudding. I don't fucking <laughs> know. So basically, it's the same shit. Like, uh, someone's trying to experiment on humans. And um, when it when the experiments fail, the human either dies or they like turn into a werewolf or sometimes other weird things happen. Um, and maybe they become a fish man. Maybe they become a fucking Magneto dude. Even that isn't really like I'm kind of just like making it blatant. Like, it is open just called uh, the healing church, but it is tied to Bergenworth. That's the Bergenworth. Ah, Bergenworth, Bergenworth. That's the college of Bergenworth. Um, so basically, um, well, let's give it a score. Why don't you score it? Uh, I hear people that have very, very extensive followings and very famous podcasts who make a lot of money and they still discourage people from spending like $60 on a video game because they're like, wait till it's on sale for $3. Listen, man, you pay $25 to go see a 3D movie in theaters and you don't like it, you already paid that money. I think that paying money for a video game, and if it's terrible like Cyberpunk, I still think Cyber... I mean, what I'm getting to is I think that this game was fun and awesome. If you don't have the expendable income to drop 60 to 70... I mean, I think it's 60 bucks because I'm pretty sure... I think I bought. I might have bought. I bought this the, the PS5 version, but it's just an upgrade. So, 60, 70 bucks. If you can't spend that for a game that's gonna last you 20 to 40 hours, because also, mind you, all I did was beat the story. There's still a mercenaries mode, which is I'm, I could, I didn't even know. I found out today, sitting on the fucking toilet, looking looking through Reddit, and someone was like, "Well, who else is having trouble with the mercenary missions?" And I realized. Holy fuck, there's a mercenary mode, which is kind of like an open versus kind of like horde mode. And I'm like, oh, cool. I can just go into a mode and just like fucking blow up. I can go fight werewolves for fun, which is great. Because that's the thing with this game. There was not many combat heavy sections, but there's a mercenaries mode. If you can't afford to, or that sounds rude. If you care about your dollars that much, then maybe wait till it's 40 bucks. But I think that for like a horror centric experience and a fun time that is not that difficult but does give you a challenge and lets you ramp up to a challenge at a 10 dude i'm gonna give them definitely a solid no matter what eight okay 
Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about this one. I honestly give it an eight. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it an eight. And then if you're somebody like me who is um, really into things and like just like loves the experience of playing new things and you have any kind of like uh, tie to video games and Capcom and stuff, then I'd say eight and a half. I, I can't really go nine um, until like a DLC comes out. I'm really hoping we get some DLCs. Um Next week we'll talk about what I think one of them better be because I think I found some location. I th- I think I found one location. I'm like, what's this building? There's a door here. This has nothing to do with the game. And then I saw the I beat the game and I was like, there might be a chance for DLC. So I'll say I'm gonna give it a solid eight, and I'm gonna be on the um, generous side of eight. So like over eight point zero, eight plus, not eight and a half, but eight plus. Um. And it's cool, man. You fight cool monsters. It looks great. Sound design is great. Uh, like I said, I have the whole suite. I have the PlayStation 3D Pulse headsets. They're very cool. They were. I mean, and we've had 3D audio forever. We've had HD Dolby shit. Even your fucking shitty dollar store headphones can do like 3D audio, kind of. Not really, but kind of. Um, I mean, that's just stereo audio design, but. There were times when I was in a in a in a room, and I hear growling, and I'm like, "Fuck, where is it? Where's that werewolf?" And I would just close my eyes, and just turn my character in a circle. I'm like, "He's on my right. He's on my right. He's behind me. Okay, okay, he's here." So I was able to use the 3D audio with my 3D pulse headset and like close my eyes and like find an enemy, because it's breathing heavy as fuck. So that was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, also, to review the PlayStation 5 camera, it's very great. The PlayStation 5 HD camera is awesome. Uh, it has a feature called Chrome Key, which is basically like a really cheap fucking way to green screen yourself. And it's really, really fucking great. And I, hell yeah, the PlayStation 5 HD camera is amazing. And I was wrong. You actually, in fact, can use the Gen 2 PS4 camera on the PS5. Uh, and you can just change the setting and use that camera. Uh, but Resident Evil is dope. Man, that's the thing I can't really do. I can't really talk much other than, you know, you don't fight many different types of monsters. You're mostly fighting werewolves or ghouls. Um, there's like these weird bat things. And then other than that, it's very kind of quick. It's like the reason why I put 20 hours into it instead of 10 was because I backtracked a lot and I wanted to find fucking everything. So... It's dope. I guess I just really can't say too much. Because if I say anything story-related, it's that's the thing about the game is even though it's like kind of anthology style, it's all very story-related. You're playing as Ethan Winters, this new dude. They have this weird fetish thing with destroying his hands. His hands are constantly being sliced and cut and destroyed. So yeah. It's very, it's very, very strange, like, to the point where they cut his hands, they cut one of his hands off at one point, and then he just, like, pours healing juice on it and sticks it back on, and it also, like, re-seams his jacket. It's like, okay. But it's fine. Um, it In the in 7, like, his fucking entire hand gets cut off at the wrist, and then they just staple it back on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, they do shit like that. Like, it's, I mean, it's not, it's spoilers, but it, everyone knows. In the first fucking 10 minutes of the game, a werewolf bites your pinky and ring finger off of your left hand. And I'm like, something's going to happen. He's going to get like a regenerating, healing. Or, no, you just have three fingers on your left hand for the rest of the game. Like, you literally just lose fingers and shit. Like, 
it's weird. And I saw it like in the beginning, he goes to lift a barbed wire and he oh cuts his hand. And then he goes to grab something and ah, he mm-hmm. slices his hand open, his finger, ow. And then a wolf bites his shit. And then Demetress is following him. Then she slices his hand off. And I was like, somebody working on this game has like reverse Tarantino fetish. Like someone is obsessed with hand uh, macabre, hand damage. Because they, they do a lot of um, hand like just ma- – like they destroy yeah, hand his torture. hands throughout the game a lot. It's very weird. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I'm being so short, like, like, go watch the roll credits if you want. I mean, it's, it's me beating the game. And then the end, the, there are end credits scenes and there's post credit scene. And I let all that ride. So do not watch that if you don't want to be spoiled. Um, but yeah, I, I think I have to save most of it for the spoiler review because I just want people to know anyone who may be on the fence, like... I would definitely recommend it. It's a really fun ride. It's very cool. It is spooky. It's not really that scary, scary. Um, it's fun. It's a great fucking game, dude. And I'm happy that they did it. And, I mean, we're living in the future. Cool. Well, let's put this episode in the past. We will after we read this week's questions, which I put up a question thread, and Aaron was like, do not put up a threat question thread. But before I could remove it, our boy, Blurds R Us, Nana Pratt. Put five came, questions up. Came through with five questions. So let's hit him. Um also also Joe uh Joe uh also Joe came in with a question that we can answer real quick. Are we gonna are we looking forward to playing Far Cry six? Me personally, never no. played Far Cry, so I don't so I don't know. Um I played three and I liked it until the main bad guy kind of dies and then i was like oh man i liked him i wanted him to be like the bad guy the whole time and then i still fucked around with it and they're always fun they're good open world shooters you know like ubisoft sneak, yeah ubisoft sneak that's why i need to play one of them because i like ubisoft's way of making games yeah you would probably like them because they're kind of like play at your own pace they're single player which is great uh, um i'll 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 probably play this one. I'll probably wait for a sale, but um, I always like them. That's the one that has that really great actor in it. Mm-hmm. Um, From um, Los Pollos Hermanos, dude. That guy, yeah. And they had the the trailer where he's basically Gus uh, Fring, uh, South American, kind of like a South American dictator, and he's kind of like bringing up his son, and the city's revolting, and he's showing him like, dude, that's some crazy shit because South America's a fucking mess right now. Um, yeah. Hmm. All right, Nana, let's go through his 100 questions. When is Aaron going to play Bravely Default 2? Probably in a long time. <laughs> I haven't You're even still turned... working on the Tail series, right? Yeah, tra- Trails. Trails, Trails. I, don't even, I haven't even turned my Switch on in okay. two years. So we'll speed run it. Actually, Switch thing, Shimigami Tensei 4, 5. 5, yeah. Just got a leak, so let's talk about that next week. There was a leak of some gameplay elements and the story, so I think we should talk about that next time. And, and a potential leak one. for the uh, release date. Okay, so that was the other thing. Um, mm-hmm. Second one, has Jesse completed Resident Evil? Yes, I did. We just talked about it. E3 around the corner. What would be your dream announcement? Elden um, fucking Ring. Let's see. Pretty much Elden, Elden Ring release date. Uh, also, for me person, I mean, for me personally, it would be the existence of Street Fighter Six. Yeah, that'd be fair for a dream announcement for sure. Mine would yeah. be 
the announcement of the release date of Hajimari no Kiseki here, the new the next Trails game. Uh, yeah. Or well, so there's two. I'd love to see Hajimari no Kiseki coming to the U.S. and then a date for uh, Kuro no Kiseki, or just like a trailer, an English trailer for Kuro no Kiseki. Yeah, I would like. Um... I wouldn't even need gameplay or anything, obviously not, or any kind of like news. I would just like them to let us know Street Fighter Six is going to happen. Dude, I personally don't even want Street Fighter Six until 2023 or 24. A simple like cinematic trailer that doesn't show any of the characters or graphics, right? Like just reuse gloves on the ground, right? Like just say this exists. Like reuse gloves on the ground and then a foot with white pant leg, right? Yeah. And Either then Street that Fighter Six or um Harada from the director from Tekken has come out to say because Tekken 7 is still slaying yes still <laughs> crushing numbers so yes 7 queen yeah still dude yes hunty um all day Tekken 7 is still doing so fucking great that's why they keep releasing content and he came out and he pretty much in some words basically said like it, it Tekken Seven is. It's been I think three, four. I think it's the. I think yesterday was the four year anniversary of Tekken Seven, something like that. So I would either like to know what's Namco gonna do next, because it's not gonna be another Soul Calibur. Like what is, is Team Tekken gonna do? I know that's not their name, but like what is what are they gonna yeah, do? What is the Tekken next? team going to do next? Um, or Street Fighter Six. That would be my quote-unquote dream announcement. And then obviously the most realistic, which we may get, is just fucking tell us what year Elden Ring is going to come out in. Is it 2022 or 2023? Because it's not going to be this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. One more. If you were on death row, what would your last meal be? That's a good question. Um, ramen. Probably. I think so. Probably like a spicy tonkatsu. Or a spicy curry ramen from uh, Gobistro. Mm. Or spicy miso ramen from Kubo mm, with the bulgogi beef. Oh, my God. That's like Yeah, that. spicy miso from Temple Street with the Jropa Vieja beef would be... Ooh. The pork would be good. I mean, either the ramen or... If it wasn't ramen, probably... I, I, I know. If it wasn't ramen for me, it's just a slice... Of pepperoni from Giada's Pizza Center. I've been eating pizza at that pizza place for 25 years. So I'd be like, give me, give me two gooey ass slices from Giada's with a with a with a, with a uh, San Pellegrino limonata <laughs> fucking soda. <laughs> um, I make sure Melanie's working because she's cute. <laughs> man, I don't even know. Like that's that meal that's like, it's the last thing you're gonna eat. And do you do your nostalgic thing that, like, you remember something cool or do you not want to remember shit because you're about to die? Or do you just say, like, I don't know. God, we ate Go Bistro on release day Dark of Souls Dark Souls 3. 3. One of the best days. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, that. And then I remember spending, like, an hour trying to get the tree jump. <laughs> yeah. You did, though. You did fight the giant crystal lizard the first time and beat him, dude. Yeah. I'm good very days, good at video games, dude. <laughs> Until I very get mad and then I terrible. Um I don't know, fried chicken would probably like a nice just fried chicken uh with some mashed potatoes. I don't even know from where, but fried chicken's just always yeah. good, right? Fried chicken's good if you get it. It's the same thing with pizza. Like you gotta get it within minutes of it coming out of the cooking. 
No. You know what it would be? Japan in hibachi shrimp, uh, extra shrimp, cooked dark. Like, I like it, like, cooked, cooked. You know, like, I like mm-hmm. them to really cook it and squirt Japan lemon on there. Japan in. Japan in's the shit, dude. I have one right by my house. Bruh, that place is the best. <laughs> Let's just up. And let me tell you Let's something. Let's go to Japan in. The reason I say Japan in is because I get diarrhea almost immediately. <laughs> and I want, uh, if they're going to fucking nuke me, I'm shitting my pants, bro. And I'm not just shitting my pants. I'm shitting diarrhea. And you motherfuckers <laughs> got to clean me up. <laughs> Lay baby <laughs> down after he's dead and wipe his asshole. That's what you uh, got to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's it, Nana. That's what we're eating. Nana, write us in yours. What's your what's your death row meal, dude? Yeah, let us know, dude. Um, so other than that, man, yeah, it's been a while. We're going to do our best to... Um, be a little more consistent. We know it's, you, yeah, know, well, you know what it is, guys. Sometimes we're always, work, work comes up and shit comes up and things happen. And just and, know we're always striving to be better for, for you guys. But, you know, life does happen, dude. We're both like full time employees. Yes. And also remember this that even, you know, if you are a podcast listener and we're late sometimes or whatever, just always remember you can always check out twitch.tv slash nerds the podcast and you're usually always, always going to catch. Um, you some content yeah. especially i play pr- i stream pretty much every day yeah there's so like one day a week you stuff, one or two days a week you skip maybe yeah and um and i usually I'll do tell you, two. even if there's nobody watching i'm talking as if you are so yeah if you want some little bonus fucking weirdo me bipolar sessions they you might up. catch me crying yeah they stay up for a while too yeah, definitely, and um, and also for fun, go catch the roll credits and stuff like that. Those are always fun moments. If you um, want to see excited. me beat Sekido and the sigh of relief, Jesse. <laughs> I watched it the other up. day, dude. Yeah, we did. We we're like, oh god, thank god you beat us. Yeah, <laughs> I just go Sekiro is done, and you're like, oh thank god, I thought you were saying I said, you died. I watched it. I was like, what are you doing, dude? Get up and kiss your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Sekido. I you know what to do. Dude, I'm like a, an abused spouse. Like, I have Stockholm Syndrome. I Sometimes I miss Sekido. Like, sometimes I'm like, I should play. <laughs> just go play through. But it's like any Souls game now where there's just bosses that I have fun playing now. Like, Lady Butterfly was fun. I played her on New Game Plus, whipped the shit out of her. But she, you know, and, no, I beat her and I fought her in the um, Chalice, the Trials or whatever. And they gave mm-hmm. they give them more moves. Like, they have like one or two extra moves and shit. They're like the New Game Plus 7 versions of them or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I had fun with that, even though the first like she was a wall. I almost quit that game at her because she demands you to play Sekido like Sekido. Um, yeah. But I every time I think about it, I'm like, and then I gotta go through the fucking, <laughs> I gotta do this, or then I gotta fight the fucking thing here, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. The more I think about it, the more I'm more comfortable. So I'm thinking about Demon Souls. I'm thinking, you know what, dude? You know this game. Yeah, we can just do a stream. You want to do a stream one of these nights? We can just fucking. Yeah, dude. No, dude, trust me. Seth is like, hey, man, we'll get in there. I have to. Romulo's been fucking. We'll have a squad because Romulo's been bothering me, bullying me to play it. Seth is like, dude, let's get in there. Bro, we can do PvP fights, dude. We can fucking. Yeah, dude. Oh, I don't know if you want that kind of. Do you want to to quit the podcast? No. (laughs) I wouldn't get mad at you for beating me. Bro. 
You want me to come in there? You want me to pyromancy your ass? No way. You're going to be so mad. <laughs> no, I wouldn't care. I, what I mean is we can just, because you can do password invasions. We can just invade each other for fun. Like if if we have a squad, you know, you can only invite two people in like uh, summons, I think. Oh, so it's two at a time. I think so it's, it's only two. groups of three. Yeah, I think yeah, it might even I think just that be four one. Four-player shit was Dark Souls three with dried, dried fingers. fingers. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, man. So oh, I got her dry fingers that. now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to uh, Demon Souls because I'm looking forward to seeing all the shit and the different. Because the more I look it up, I'm like, man, I'm excited to do this. And um, just saying, I've been watching. A, a, ga- a gameplay playthrough of Returnal for the last hour as we talk. And, oh, God. Uh, they, yeah, they better patch save points because this doesn't even look that fun. I don't, I'm not trying to shit on the game right now, but um, for what I know how, like, roguelites work, this shit don't look like a goddamn... This looks like a game that yeah, should have save yeah, points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it looks like a full-ass game. This is like a game. Why aren't there save points? It looks like and, a game you're um, supposed to die a bunch of times in. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. And yeah, but we'll talk more next time. There's some games that I'm gonna probably talk about next time. I'm gonna talk about Iconoclasts because that looks really awesome. I I bought it, downloaded it, and there's two more. I'm just gonna say one more because the other one looks kind of stupid. There's a game I'm looking at right now that you might want to take a look at. It's on sale for like I don't know, ten bucks. I might be wrong. It might be it might be eleven or fourteen. Uh, it's called Star Renegades, hmm. and it's a sprite-based roguelite turn-based RPG. But when you die, it saves your character progress and your unlocked characters. So each time you die and restart your thing, you still have progression. So they're like, if you're getting stuck in the first, like, overworld, every time you continue to play and stuff, like, you're still building levels on your characters. But when you die, you're dead. So it's called Star Renegade. Yeah, I think and I've it, heard of that The one. art style looks really cool. It's on sale. I watched a couple of videos. And it looks interesting enough for me to try it. So I think I might try it. Because I've never heard of like a roguelite turn-based RPG before. I have heard of this. And I heard really good things, actually. It looks really cool. I think yeah. I'm just going to buy it. Yeah, I heard really so. good things. Um, I remember this showed up on um, Eric Landon Langdon RPGs. is a guy I watch on YouTube. And he talked about mm-hmm. it. He loved it. Um, well, the reason why I think I'm going to get it is because I was watching a video and they said, and when you die, because like you have a couple characters, but then I saw a character select screen and there's like over 10 characters. They're like, oh, as you play, you unlock more characters. And they're like, it's roguelike. So when you die and like it sucks because you might die three hours in and that really hurts. Same thing like Returnal. But they said, but you keep some of your progression. Like you keep yeah, the characters yeah, you, keep you unlock. Something, which is good. You keep some of your shit. So they're like, if you suck in the beginning, like you'll eventually be like, some of the enemies are very hard, but if you keep dying, you're going to keep leveling and eventually you will get past that area. And that's the name of my game, baby. That's called power grinding. That's called leveling. Let's go. So... We'll definitely have some cool stuff to talk next time. Um, Seth is going to tell us where every bullet is located in every Resident Evil game. And catch us on Instagram, Nerd Podcast. Send us emails at nerdsthepodcast at gmail.com. And then twitch.tv slash nerdsthepodcast. That's pretty much the, the main ones. We don't Twitter. Come here and give Daddy a kiss. Yeah. We appreciate you guys for sticking around, and yeah. we'll be around some more. Yep, we'll be we'll be back. We love you. Love you too.
Take care of yourselves, guys. Back.